you also hear that? That, that he says that every time. That's Craigbot for you. I know that. But that was that was that was something interesting. Craigbot always says now recording because he's the best around. No one's gonna tell him he sucks. What are you talking about? What? Would you? Craigbot's so cool, dude. Anyway, but look at it. He's even in. He's even in the the thing. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, well, because he's technically a user. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's just a bot. The bot, Craig. Is there a way that uh, we can uh, take him disable out? Disable his video. Let's see. I can't do that. Um. Let's see. Message. Oh, here we go. Put disable on disable video. Put on focus and see if that works. So you can like focus on me and have Craig on the side. That's kind of chill. I don't know what you're talking about. Can you on the can top you, right of Discord? Top right where it says like where you see like the block? The block says says focus. Oh no. Hey. I uh my my mouse is is going nuts right now. Okay, okay. This is a show of me. Now I'm just not. looking at you. Yeah, where's you? A focus or no on grid? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Chill, we vibing. Ooh, I can hide members. Hey, let's go. This is clean. Now it's like a video call. There we go. This is fine. I I fixed mine. It looks nice. It looks clean. Can you can you tell me how to do it? Okay, so like uh so like click on the voice channel general. Are you already oh, there? Oh. Yep. Okay. So on the top right under like where the X is, you're gonna see like a button that says focus. Click on that. It's gonna have like the blocks. Like you know, like the photo like, or like the video blocks or whatever. Sure, yeah. Okay, click on that. Sure. And it yep. should pull up everyone on the side. And then like I think someone should be in the middle. Is that like what's happening or no? Or, like someone's like a big picture and everyone else are like smaller pictures on the right side. Yep. Okay, and then to the next set there's like a little arrow that says hide members. Sure. Hold on the arrow. Error. Okay. Boom. Now it looks like an actual standard video call. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have anywhere to go with that. Oh, you didn't know it. It's okay. It's okay. It looks nice on my side. <laughs> so, Ray, how you doing, Ray? You no, good? I'm, I'm, I'm doing nice, man. I'm doing all right. I, I got my browser open right here. In case I have to look up anything. I had a quick win. Uh, it's on Wikipedia because that's my homepage. Today's featured article is Anne Hathaway dating the video. If anyone knows the exact date that Anne Hathaway was the featured article on Wikipedia. They'd be happy what was she to doing? Know. What? Oh, no, she's the featured article. That's today's article of the day. Right, but like, what is she, uh, what's going on with her? Nothing. She's the, she the featured article. That, that she she's, the she's okay, yeah. She's just the major article of the day. Because every day on Wikipedia they have a different article that is the feature. Oh, article. I see what you're saying. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get it until. Well, like, like, they'll be like, they'll be like, yeah, today it's like a event, or today, oh no, it's a ship or something. Today it's Anne Hathaway. 
I feel like I'm being judged for having Wikipedia as a home page. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I mean, it's not like, you know. I mean, like, why would you have Google as a homepage when, like, I can just Google search from the search bar on the top, you know? I mean, that's... And it that's, automatically that's, that's, goes to... I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, I'd rather have YouTube as a homepage because I literally am thinking I'm mostly on YouTube all the time. You have YouTube as a homepage? No, I don't. I have Wikipedia. We talked about this just now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But no, you would you would rather have YouTube as a homepage over Google, yes, because I use YouTube, I think frequently. I guess more so. I mean, I just watch a lot of stuff on YouTube. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, but I would never have YouTube as a homepage, but over Google, I think I would rate it higher for myself. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia is just a fun homepage because it's like a they they're more newsy than you would ever think they would be. I mean, they got like I guess news like on the right side. They got little facts on the bottom of the pages. You scroll down, mm-hmm. you know. They got featured pictures. You're like, oh, that's so cool, dude. And that's it. You know, it's it's a little bit of a you're like, oh yeah, that that makes sense, dude. Like yeah, remember Anne Hathaway was in Alice in Wonderland by uh, Tim Burton? I didn't either. Sorry <laughs> that you know. Um, it's just here like you know uh, the hundred years war John Dark captured uh, was captured by Burgundian forces at the siege of Campaign in 1430 dude that's crazy and they got like COVID pandemic in the news and like a bunch of notable deaths disease virus testing location portal oh no oh no what I don't know, I'm just saying, oh, no, for a reason. Uh, oh, okay. the, well, did you know that John Gottfried is the world's tallest politician according to the Guinness World Records? That's crazy. He's the... Wait, what? He's the what? John Gottfried is the world's tallest politician according to the Guinness Book of World Records. How tall is he? Good question. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I feel like that's like, you know? Six feet... And ten point nine eight inches, or two hundred ten point seventy six centimeters. I mean, that is yeah, that is pretty tall. And uh, he is the uh, the uh, member of the Republican Party, uh, the North Dakota Insurance Commissioner, and has been serving since twenty sixteen in North Dakota. Dakota. That's my Wikipedia for today. Cool. Is that going to be a segment? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it will be. I feel like it will maybe be a segment. So that, Ray, it starts out as a joke. Continues. What are we doing today, Ray? You want to have some sort of intro to, to all this? or? Well, thank you for coming here and being with us today on a very special moment. Me, Raymond, and Craig, our our third best friend. <laughs> Somehow Craig made it on before, like, Kevin, or <laughs> I don't know how that happened. 
Craig Bot, the real MVP, always here for us. Never. I wonder never what I'm left. gonna put like in his place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff you can do with Craig Bot. Maybe just have an yeah. image of like, yeah, a bear or whatever. Sure. I mean, Craig's a bear, right? So like, we can. There's like a lot it that can like be done it. with it. Maybe you can have like a really ferocious panda bear with chainsaw hands. Sure. I'm bringing yeah. that back. That's been a while since I said that. Isn't that from Steve? No, I, I, I'm not. That, that, that was on me. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Pandas with chainsaws for hands. It was, it was oh, an okay, old okay. thing. Yeah. That was, that was a real classic thing. Mm. I don't remember why I came up with that, but it was a thing. Did you have to, uh, in your in your language class, right, in high school, mm-hmm. did you have a, like, final exam or whatever where you had to talk to your teacher? Yeah. In a like, conversation? Like, yeah. In, like, a closet? Oh, mine was not in the closet, but yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Mine was in a closet. It, it kind of felt like, uh, you ever see, like, movies or whatever? It's like a... It's trying to light on you? Yeah, it's like, it's like interrogation. I'm just like, I don't know, I don't like this. This is that there's that very classic like uh one hanging light in the middle of the room. Remy, where'd you go? <laughs> Sorry to all our fans who got to see that bright light. I'm just saying I I I didn't feel comfortable speaking another language to someone else, you know what I mean? And they're judging you all the time while shining the light in your face and then pushing it closer to your face every time you yeah. speak. Yeah. I'm just like. And I was like, where were you yesterday at 2 p.m.? I was like, I was in your class. What do you mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> I wasn't skipping. I wasn't <laughs> playing dice in the bathroom. That's gross. In the bathroom? Come on, Ray. You that, that's where they always play that. dice. <laughs> have you ever watched Kaiji? Okay, you watched the first season, I know that. I have not watched, I've not seen the second season. Let's, let's, let's finish that up real quick. The first half of the second season, all about dice. It is? It's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Kaiji is just one of those shows where it'd be like, man, they play dice? That's not surprising. Mm-hmm. Does he outsmart them? You'll see. The man lost like four fingers. I don't know what to say. And then he got him back. He did the same thing with his ear, too. Yeah, yeah, again, again, Kaiji, a little, a little savage. I mean, I can't, cannot lie. I, I think that was just like a big moment for the show for me, where it's like, oh, he, he's not a, like, you know, he's not like this guy. I actually will lose. That's crazy. There is consequence to what he has. Because, mm-hmm. like, I guess, like for whatever areas in the anime is like showing you, it's like, oh, this guy's still, you know, he's, he's, oh, he's gonna be fine. No, everything's gonna go well. Nope, nope, his plans will go. You know, they backfire. Not, not yeah. something's easy. Which is like very anti-anime you know what i mean which i feel like it it's just kind of a thing in anime for the main character to always come out like be more or less okay yeah no it's a very good thing to show i I definitely appreciated kaiju because that even though it was like again this the ending of the first season still felt good Mm -hmm. tells me please thank you i feel like that's one reason that my hero is pretty cool Mm -hmm. it's just like on a very aesthetic sense they like keep their scars oh yeah you know like midoriya still has the scars on his like hands and arms and stuff and it's mm-hmm. just cool it's kind of, that's the storytelling or something like naruto it's like yeah it's just they're healed they're good yeah, you got that chakra healing dude you're all set dude yeah 
I, I was kind of waiting for Naruto to just wild out one day. <laughs> just, just that's how the story ends. He he just turns into the Nine Tails and he just kills everyone. It could have ended like that. That would have been crazy. Like I think like Pain Saga. You could they could have just ended it right there. Yeah. It would have been really anticlimactic. It would have been like. It would have been crazy though. <laughs> it would have been like there's so much like loose plot holes. Like what happens? Turns out you don't know what happens because everyone's dead. Yeah, all the plot holes, they don't matter anymore because everyone's dead. <laughs> like, imagine, like, they were like, listen, Naruto, the numbers are down, dude. You got to end this manga in, like, three days. If you don't, we're not, you're not getting serialized next issue. Like, I'm just saying, this is the last chapter, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just Naruto ended. just kills everything. <laughs> he doesn't hand in any, like, panels, no drawings, no nothing. He just hands in one sheet of of paper that says Naruto kills everyone. Someone's shooting fireworks outside. It's like honestly, I thought I thought I heard that on my end. I'm not even kidding. I mean, you live close enough to me that you'd probably hear it. To me, it was like on my like left, which is like my so that's well. But you see, if I, I don't know if like for you, it's like for me, that's like going towards the school. So I don't know where that was for you. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah about okay, okay, all right. Where I'm sitting right now, my my left is probably like directly towards you i would say D- directly towards your house Wait, so, so our left like actually like we hold put our like hands like where we have like this is like us connecting that's, that's the... all right <laughs> that was stupid you know that reminded me of reminded me of uh spongebob episode where mr krabs like sells or 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 he loses SpongeBob in a in a card game against Plankton. Oh, and he has like, to work for yeah, Plankton. Yeah, the chum bucket. And, he's and then like, they he... have that like singing scene. <laughs> and him yeah. and Mr. Krabs are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very underrated episode. So you make the Krabby Patty, SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't know if he actually says that, but I don't think he says. I don't think he says that exactly, but I understood where you were going. <laughs> it's like, I need you to recreate the Krabby Patty because I bought you and you know how to make it and I'm plankton and I yeah. want to sell the Krabby Patty. One thing I hate is, uh, have you ever seen the like prequel episode where it's how Mr. Krabs and Plankton meet? That is such an old episode to me. Like, I, I don't... I say old, but like it's not old in the fact that like it's old. It's old in the fact that like I don't remember that one because it's not yeah, as yeah. meme worthy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, well, basically the whole point is they kind of come up with the formula together, and then you know they, there's like a rift between them and they split up, so whatever, right? But and I, I always hated that episode because Plankton helped him come up with the formula. So why is he trying to steal it from him now? He should, at the very least, know some of the formula. You know what I mean? Of course. Something that you think he would know. It's like, yeah, this is my formula. I just ruined it. I didn't like it. Throw it out. Be like a Jimmy Neutron's dad. One time. Yeah. You know, his life changed forever when he sat on that banana. I don't know what you're talking about. What? He said something about those lines. Dude. It was like, he's like, it's like, my life changed forever. Like he's like he's like I sat on a banana one day and it changed my life forever. Okay. Something along the lines he said like that. Yeah. 
shit. I remember that he likes ducks. I do. I was about to say his duck <laughs> obsession was kind of huge. He just has he just has a bunch of ducks. What does he do with them? Nothing really. He just has them. But to be fair, that we characterize them. It's like that's his hobby or collecting like ducks. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very like dad thing, in like mm-hmm. cartoons for them to just have like one weird thing that again, yeah, like defines them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's his thing though. I mean, I can't really complain. But yeah, that's cool. If you like ducks, you like ducks, dude. That's better than some people who like you know. Llamas? What? Llamas? Llamas, and then, like, you know, like, yeah, like, uh, people will hate me because I don't remember the name of the superhero now. That's awful. Ultra Lord. Ultra Lord, dude. Yeah. (laughs) She had the entire Ultra Lord collection. Ever watch the the sequel series, Planet Sheen? I've seen Planet Sheen, I think, a couple times. Planet Sheen? Not as bad as people say. It's pretty funny. I didn't think that it was bad, but I thought that, like, Sheen definitely is an interesting character, but he's, like, also the example of a character that, like, with too much of him, you could see why it would go bad. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, there's a reason mm-hmm. why he's the, like, supporting character. <laughs> and he's not he's not the main character in, like, Jimmy Neutron, you know? Carl would have been a fun character to see. Yes. The life of Carl. Dude. Like, a semi-normal person, you know? Not, like, completely normal, but, like, a semi-normal person. But he's obsessed with llamas. He's obsessed with llamas. Like, his grandma cares deeply for him, and he's scared, like, all the time. Yeah. But that's, like, normal person, though. It's like, he... Jimmy's always causing chaos in your town. You have yeah, a reason yeah. to be scared. Do you remember that Jimmy Neutron started off as a movie? No, I did not. Yeah. It was a movie first. And then Nick was like, hey, that was, that was pretty good. Why don't we turn this into a show? Not surprised, to be honest. And that's how it started. There's, there's the history for you. There was that one Cartoon Network show with, like, the Dragon Boy. The oh, movie. Sure. Cartoon Network movie, I'll say. With the Dragon Boy? Well, it was a dragon, like, teenager. But like, like like Jake Long? No. It's Cartoon Network. I think that's Disney. No, 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 no. no. It, was, it, was like, it was like a one movie thing, dude. It was a Cartoon Network movie. Cartoon Network movie, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was a while ago. I remember I watched it because like, they had like the entire premiere or whatever, and I was like, that was kind of cool. I can see that being a show. They never made a show at all. It was just... <laughs> that was it. And I was like, oh, nice. Or like Symbiotic Titan only got that one season. And I was mm-hmm. like... Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of cartoons over the years that have... Uh, they should have deserved more, but they only got one. But then SpongeBob gets a million, so it's like, okay, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you can't really say Nick. Nick is like, this makes us money. We take money. Literally, like seventy percent of what is airing at any given day is SpongeBob, and it kind of sucks. I mean, Disney has Disney Plus now to kind of make the money, and I heard they're bringing back gargoyles. So, like, can I really be upset, Disney? Slightly, yeah. but yeah, not really. really. <laughs> I mean, you're bringing back gargoyles. I mean, that's like a couple, a little bit of sauce there. I think it's a little bit of extra points. Gargoyles. I can name, I think, a couple gargoyles on top of my head. I can name Goliath. Sure. I can name Hudson. Mm-hmm. I can name, I think, Doc. <laughs> I can't name any. I don't remember that show too well. I remember like they were all gargoyles. Of course, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. They turned to stone. There was like a battle, or whatever. 
Then they took all of them and like put them away somewhere. Then this guy bought them all and put them like in his like giant apartment building and brought them back to life in New York City. And I was like, whoa. And he's like, I'll be Hudson because that's the Hudson River. That was like a stupid <laughs> line to me. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, and then Goliath was actually the only one with a name. Everyone else had no names. I was like, oh, he's Goliath. What are you guys called then? Oh, we don't have names. Oh, <laughs> we only named Goliath because he was our leader. So, like, Transformers, right? Okay, hit me with it. They came, they came to Earth, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Man, we gotta, we gotta blend in." So we're gonna take cars, and trucks, and vehicles, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when they leave Earth, do they still just keep those vehicles? Just like this, you know. There or- were there were stuff about that. I mean, like. There's like, there's like, I'm not super big into Transformers as I used to be, and there's other yeah. people who are more qualified to answer this question, sure. legitimately. But from what I can recall, they do have like different Transformers things now, where it's like, uh, when they are on that planet, when I forget the planet's name, where they come from, people hate me for it. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, when they're when they're on that planet. That like they either like there's like some where they have like their own vehicle forms or like they just stay like big giant robots. Like I do know there's also transformers who are like planets, such as like the yeah. Unicron. Unicron's mm-hmm. like a giant planet. And there's like a bunch of lore between like the primes or whatever. It's Transformers is a yeah. good I guess lore build, whatever, if you want to go deep into that. I don't feel like looking anything up right now because yeah i don't i don't really care that much i just uh, it's it's something it's where like i head. i guess i used to know it and i could name it off yeah. the top of my head but now it's like that's just so long gone if they scan a human will they look like a human because that'd be crazy i'm pretty they're really like humanoid though well i mean could they compress and become a human i mean they can compress and become t-rexes i mean that's kind of ridiculous do you remember one of the greatest films ever made the first Transformers movie with Shia LaBeouf. It was pretty good, dude. Do you remember that movie? Not really. Either in the first one or the second one, he 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 like gets with a girl or whatever that he's never met before. Right. So so either way, it's Megan Fox because that's the first and second one. Yes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. No. Well. 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 Yes. But then there's like another girl. That's yeah, that's like... Transformers three right there, dude. No. 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 I mean, like. In in one of the first two movies, he's with Megan Fox, but then there's like another girl that's like trying okay. to get with him, but like he's not supposed to because obviously he's not with her. It, it it's not really important, but in the moment, she turns into a transformer. Like she was a transformer the whole time. She has like a big like robot snake tongue or whatever. Oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, and then he's like, whoa. Not what I wanted, right? Like, who are you? <laughs> What's going on here? But like he was really into it, and then he's yeah. like. So, like, in that moment, Transformer, how do you look like a human? Why doesn't everyone else just do that? Where is that girl? Because there's no way they just... I'd assume it would have to be, like, the size of the Transformer. I mean, let's be honest. Sure. I I mean, mean, if it was, like, a huge Transformer and it just looked like... Like, 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 let's look at Optimus Prime, for example. My man's a giant, dude. Yeah. My man's huge. He has no choice but to become a, a truck, dude. Nah, I mean, he... He could just be like a tall guy. Who was that tall politician? You'd be him. <laughs> <John> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
<laughs> six foot ten, you can do it. <laughs> just, just, got this. Come on, dude. Until you oh, just said man. that, I could have sworn you said ten foot six. Ten foot six. <laughs> and up until now, I believed it. I was like, man, ten foot six, that's a tall human. There's a group of four white guys over there, man. That could be They're just a really big uh like trench coat, you know? Oh man, what was it? What was that one stupid like you can show me any picture of four white guys and it would be like Imagine Dragons? Yeah, imagine Dragons. <laughs> any picture I I believe it. Like four pictures, four white guys together. You'd be like, that's Imagine Dragons right there. It's like Can't that argue. meme. It's like that office meme where uh, Pam is showing Creed those two pictures. And so you have to find the differences between these two pictures. And then in the confession, she's like, they're the same picture. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know. Okay. I think that was on the cold. That was the cold open, right? Or was uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Because like that was the episode where uh, Creed became manager. Because they just went by seniority mm-hmm. after, I don't know. It, it wasn't after Michael left, or maybe it was, I don't know. But yeah, and this went by seniority, and Creed was just useless. And so no, Pam was like, I'm going to give him this task to like distract him so we can actually get our work done, and he doesn't burn down the company. Creed skipping work and then getting on the bus may be the funniest thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hang out with these losers. Hops yeah, into the bus. Oh, he was all ready. Nice. <laughs> and his hat on. <laughs> he was ready to go out. It was a wonderful now, time. I don't remember if it was a deleted scene or not, but do you remember the episode where Dwight was in charge? I don't remember if this was like the first time or when he actually was in charge, but he had Shroot Bucks, right? I do remember like Shroot fake, Bucks. Fake money that, you know, whatever. And he, he said something like one Shroot Buck is equal to like one one hundredth of a penny or something. And I don't remember if it was a deleted scene or not, but I do remember end, watching that. At the end of the episode, Creed comes in, and during the whole episode, apparently, he was just printing shroot bucks in <laughs> the office, and he comes back with like a huge wheelbarrow of just <laughs> just like millions of shroot bucks, and he goes to Dwight and he's like, "I want to cash these in," and the look on Dwight's face, he's like, "I didn't make this many shroot bucks. How did you get these?" <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was so funny. Again, Creed may be one of the best characters in that entire show. Oh, yeah, Creed's great. Okay, so Ray. Yeah. I got. I got a game for you. Oh boy, I was ready for games. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. Do you remember? Our last podcast, where I would like quiz you on episodes and and stuff. Do you remember I do remember that. Uh, the first episode was amazing. I crushed yep. everything. The first second episode, episode was, was a. It was not so great. It was it's not as good. <laughs> it was slightly less good. <laughs> well, I I have a new one, and uh, it's not. It's not not similar to that, and I'm just I'm just gonna explain it. Not not similar. I got it. Okay, so basically, there's. I want to have like a bunch of different iterations over time, but with today, there's going to be a topic of some sort, and then I'm gonna give you a bunch of options, and and then you have to tell me. It's basically just like true or false, right? Okay. 
You know, you know what I'm talking about? True or false? God. In school, did you ever have true or false like tests, and then you you no, try to do I, like I true and true false, false at the same time? You know what I mean? I never, I never had true and false questions, dude. Oh, oh no. Okay. That, that was I a joke. Mind. Always uh, that was a joke, dude. Always? No, no. We 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 definitely had true or false, dude. Always, one hundred percent. Every quest, every question was a true or false question. <laughs> it's like, man, these are these are multiple choice, but they're only two answers. It's like, are you gay? False. Does your mom know you're gay? So, uh, today, okay, do you know of a game called PlayStation All-Stars? Why would I not know PlayStation All-Stars? Only the greatest fighting game of all time. Have you played it? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I thought that was leading somewhere else. (laughs) I've 7,000 hours in PlayStation All-Stars, only ever bodied every single person on the planet. Third best player in the world. Can't be first, can't be second. They're tryhards, they're no lifers. Only third, because I actually had a job. I'm kidding. But, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, PlayStation All-Stars. Far superior to to Smash Brothers. Far superior to Smash Brothers. Far superior to Marvel vs. Capcom. Sure. Only greatest mashup of all time. What's that, uh... Greater than Avengers Endgame. What? <laughs> okay, we're not <laughs> transcending mediums at this point. Uh, that's the topic for today, right? So, I was, so I'm going to give you a bunch of characters, a bunch of video game characters, right? Are they Keelik? What? What? Hmm? Keelik, dude? Keelik? I, I don't know what that is. What is uh, that? It's okay. Keelik's the best. That's why. Okay. I'm just going to give you a bunch of them, and you have to tell me if they were in the game or if they weren't in the game. Okay. 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 I'm probably gonna get somebody's right, somebody's wrong. We're gonna see. And oh, then... but Keylick is from Soul Calibur. If you were questioning. Oh, okay. Soul Calibur is my my favorite game, so I don't know why I didn't know that. Really? I didn't know why. No, no, not really. <laughs> I was, I was okay. thinking about the thinking about the Grand Blue Fantasy Versus game. Oh, know. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that had a uh, Ruby in it, or or the newest one did. I don't no, know. No, no, no. That, that that's a uh, Blaze Blue. That's a different Blaze game. Blaze Blue. That's not the same thing. <laughs> nope. 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 Okay. Well, they both have blue. You know what I they mean? They do. They're both blue. That is correct. Grand Blue Fantasy, Blue's Clues, like it's all the same thing. Yeah, man. You know, Blue and Blue's Clues probably has like a really good like power rating on who would win. Just saying. Probably, yeah. I mean, like you can dimension hop. I mean, I'm just saying, like. Yeah. <laughs> like, how good is dimension hopping? I'm just saying, Blue's Clues could be like top tier. Why haven't we seen him in a death battle yet? He's <laughs> godlike. Dimension hopping. I'm just saying. Has the power to open mail at will? Yeah, at will. At a will. Power, a power that normal people do not have. Has the mighty thinking chair? Yeah. If you sit in there, you can solve any problem in the universe upon just seating on it. They have two salt shakers who talk. Well, it's actually a salt and pepper shaker, but. Oh, yeah, salt and pepper, yeah. And then Paprika, who's their kid. Yeah. That was a later edition, though. I mean, but still, you know, was it? fun, fun. It was just like was it Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper. It was still in the original series, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but it definitely came in a little later. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they had the the like hospital scene where, where, where <laughs> Salt or Pepper? I don't know who's the girl was given birth. You mean Mrs. Pepper? Yeah, Pepper. It's like, what, what's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Paprika comes out. Oh no. What? But like, like both of them are like, I don't understand. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. 
It's like, you're a seasoning, I'm a spice. What's happening? <laughs> everything nice. Sugar spice, everything nice. Powerpuff Girls. Chemical X. Yeah? Yeah. Something like that, right? Yeah, it was something like that. All, Sugar all things, spice. All things that girls like, and then he hit, he elbowed the huge And then YouTube. Chemical X. <laughs> Why did he have Chemical X there? Why was it directly over the pot? Oozed <laughs> into it and then created the Powerpuff Girls. Where Bubbles Blossom and... Buttercup. Buttercup. Because yep. Buttercup's the blue one. There we go. Is that true? Yeah. No, no. Nope. Buttercup's Bubbles the green one? Bubbles is the blue one. Oh, you're right. Buttercup's the green one. There we yeah. go. Yeah. I, I, know my, I know my Powerpuff Girls best. Well, apparently you don't. Uh, edit apparently, that out, please. <laughs> apparently, you're not in the forums as actively as you should be. My 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 Powerpuff Girls uh, fan base has rised up against me, and say I'm a poser. Mm-hmm. Just saying that uh, Mr. Satan would not approve. Yep. And Mr. Satan is from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I, was, I don't. I don't. I don't think that was. <laughs> no. See, I could I could send Mojo Jojo, but like. The mayor will always call me to get any problem solved. Yeah, definitely. He's got the magic phone that just calls him. That's all it was. It's like Batman, dude. Mm-hmm. With the bat signal. I thought like the like I thought like legitimately like Gordon had a phone to call Batman, but I I may be wrong. Maybe. It sounds expensive. You know, I feel like a a dying city. Gotham is dying. Yo, Gotham sounds like it had a lot more problems, even if Batman wasn't there. There's yeah. still a lot of problems in Gotham. What it well, sounds I mean, like. If you're looking at the Dark Knight trilogy, I mean, didn't like, uh, whatever his name is, Harvey Dent, didn't he get like crime down to like no percent? Yeah, he's pretty good, dude. Imagine getting crime down to like two percent in the city. You like, you basically are a hero. Yeah. Two percent? That's so good. More of a hero than Batman is. Harvey has to be the one. I have to be the one to leave. Yeah. They can't know. The people can't know. Gotham must hate me. I remember that. I am the Dark Knight. <laughs> he did not say that. No, he did not say that. Okay, I was gonna say, no way. <laughs> I am the Dark Knight. Wait, wait, what? All right, Ray, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Put your thinking cap on. I thought I had my, uh, I don't think I I don't have it upstairs. I I had a, for a while I had a hat here that I could like, uh, really like a winter hat that has a, the nice earmuff covers and whatever mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Be like, but I, I, I guess I don't have it up here, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put it on. Could have told me I could have prepared a bit. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not gonna Next get up time. to get a hat from across the room. That's too much work. I'm already in there. Here's what I'll do. You'll do it later, and then we'll put it in post. All right, Ray. First one is Kratos from God of War. Of course, man, he's in that. 
He's in no there? question. Yeah. No question. Okay. Next one is Spike from Ape Escape. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. I, don't, I, I, I don't think that's a good answer, but I'm gonna say yes on that one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Next is Joel from The Last of Us. I don't believe he's in it. I'm not. Um, you don't believe? I don't believe he's in it. I, I think. I think All Stars came out before sure. The Last of Us. I'm not sure if I'm wrong about it or not. Greatest game ever made. Uh, we got Gex the Gecko from Gex. Uh, my heart of Mart says I want to say Gex is in that game. Yeah. Well, my heart of heart says yes. Okay. But I feel like that's wrong. But I'm still gonna say yes because I love okay. Gex. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, next we got Cole McGrath from Infamous. Infamous games. I do believe Cole McGrath is in that game. Is in that okay? Played. I played Infamous Second Son when it came out. It's pretty good. What about Infamous Bright Light? Uh, first Light. Is it first light? You know. Yep. There we go. Played the first hour of that, and uh, I got bored. Sorry about that. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Uh, next is Sora from Kingdom Hearts. No. Why did I do that? I do not believe Sora is in no? All Stars. Okay. That would have created the biggest fight of all time. <laughs> Smash Bros. Community would have been like, "We should have got Sora first. This is well, rigged. Mean, it's bogus." Kingdom Hearts is way more of a PlayStation game than it is a. A Nintendo franchise. Yeah, and so is Final Fantasy, but like, why we have Cloud? That's fair. <laughs> uh, Crash Bandicoot. I'm pretty sure Crash is an All Stars, dude. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kazuma from the Yakuza games. Kazuma Kiryu. Oh gosh, I want to say yes, dude. Put him in there. Okay. Kazuma Kiryu, I cannot hate him. I love him. Uh, Sly Cooper from the Sly of course. Cooper games. Sly Cooper's in that game, 100%. No doubt. Zero hesitation. Dante from Devil May Cry. Dante's in that game, I believe so. Dante. Okay, okay. Uh, Spyro from Spyro. I'm going to say yes on Spyro. I don't think he's in the game, but I'm going to say yes. Okay. Uh, Big Daddy from Bioshock. Yeah, Big Daddy's in there. Yeah, why not? Daddy's in there. there. Yeah. Why not? Parappa. From Parappa is definitely in there. Definitely, yeah. If, if, if Parappa's in any game, it's a PlayStation All-Stars. If he's in any game. <laughs> Not Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> if he's in any game. Uh, Nathan Drake from Uncharted. I'm pretty sure Nathan Drake's in there, dude. Okay. Jack and Daxter. You know, I don't I'm think right. Jack and Daxter's in there, but I'm going to say, yeah, he's in there, dude. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Laura Croft from Tomb Raider. I don't think Laura's in there. No, okay. Because she's a woman. Oh. Ratchet and Clank. That... Yeah. Ratchet, ratchet. Uh, yeah, shove him in there. Shove him. Shove him in. Shove him in. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just questioning why Laura's in there. I mean, I don't think Laura would be in, but that's just very clear. I think because I know Nathan Drake's in there. Yeah. I mean, again, Tomb Raider is more associated with PlayStation than anything else. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know Nathan Drake's definitely in there, hundred percent. I can say that for no doubt. Uh. Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, you see, the answer there is no. Yeah. That's a good answer. Um, Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. Don't know if Sweet Tooth's in there, but I'm going to say yes. I do yeah. believe a character from Twisted Metal is in All-Stars. Um, Solid Snake, Metal Gear Solid. No. No. Because 
Kojima oh. would never do that. Never? Kojima. Kojima is like ridiculous about whatever he does. Kind of sad. Good fun. Uh, Sackboy from Little Big Planet. I, heck yeah, dude. Sackboy's in All Stars. Heck yeah, dude. Sackboy main over here, dude. Like double A combo <laughs> into XY every time. Uh, Leon from Resident Evil. Leon Kennedy. I think that's his last name. Which game is Leon from? Is he in like three? Um, I know he was two. in RE2. I think he was in multiple games, but I know he was in RE2. I would say no on Leon. No? Okay. I feel like that may be wrong, but I never go back. The last one I got for you is you, Narukumi, from Persona 4. Main character from Persona 4. I don't believe the main character from Persona 4 is in All-Stars. Okay. Okay, so Ray, out of 23, let's see, what are we doing here? I don't think I got 23, obviously. I feel like I got like a, a 12. So, I'm going to give you a chance to change some of your answers if you uh, wish, Ray. I, I'm locking in, dude. There's no You're hesitation. all of them? Yeah, 100%. You sure? I'm okay being wrong with these. That That's why I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> some of the ones I said... I, I I said knowing that I may be wrong, but I'm okay mm-hmm. saying that they. I think they're there. It's right. fine by me. Let's see. Okay, I'll just go down the list then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kratos from God of War. He said yes, and he was in it. From uh, Spike from Ape Escape, he said yes, and that is correct. Joel from Last of Us, he said no, and now nah, he wasn't in it. And he probably would have been in it, but I, th- I think the game came out like a year. Yeah, the game like, came out yeah. before. That's uh, that's why it was I thought like just before. I, I, I'm pretty sure if like Last of Us came out before All Stars, I can almost guarantee he would be in there. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Uh, Gex, he said yes, and he wasn't in the game. It hurts. It was Gex one, is so cool. It's actually one of the characters that people really wanted. It's like why is mm-hmm. why isn't Gex in there? Come on. Okay. I, I still think X is one of the coolest characters. He was, uh, I guess, my first experience other than like seeing it on TV of a sure. video game character who was like self-aware. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you see Bugs Bunny all the time, and like you know, like Looney Tunes and Tom Jerry, and mm-hmm. like they were pretty self-aware with it. And then I saw Gax, and he was self-aware, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. And he also like was like a movie TV thing. You know, he was like making fun of all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. kind of just fit in with that. Uh, Cole from Infamous, you said yes, and yeah, he was in it. Also, uh, like, Evil Cole was also in the game. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, the only uh, reason I can tell you Cole was in that is because I remember watching the trailer for All-Stars. Oh, and okay. I think, I'm pretty sure he was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Sora, yeah, Sora wasn't in it. It would have been crazy, though. It would have been nuts. If Sora was in there, dude, everyone would have went wild. It would have been awful. <laughs> uh, Crash was not in the game. Oof. Big F, dude. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Uh, Kazuma okay, was though. also not in the game. Big F, dude. Crazy. Mm. It's like Hooper was and Dante was. They had to be, right? It's like Hooper, definitely. Dante, uh, I was trying to remember it, I guess. But, uh, you said yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I was trying to remember, so that's why I guessed yes on that one. Mm. Spyro, you said yes. And unfortunately, nah, Spyro wasn't in it. Which sucks, because yes, because yeah, Spyro's like one of the Come on, you know what I mean? I mean, like, listen, I'll say with Smash right now, 
because what they did with Banjo, because you know, Crash and Spyro are like on their way hitting to like Smash Bros. It's not even funny. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Like they're contenders already. It's kind of mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, so Big Daddy from Bioshock, Parappa, Nathan Drake, and Jack and Daxter were all in it. So you got all those right. Four yeah, in a row go. right there. Um, Laura Croft, yeah, she wasn't in it. She should have been, though. I mean, like, the only reason I said no is because, like, Nathan Drake's already there, and he kind of fulfills that type of game. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the only reason why I'm not not hating on anything, saying that, oh, she's a girl. Why <laughs> is she in the game? Stop it, you PlayStation fanboys. Actually, fan isn't a, it, there isn't a single female in the game. That's really weird. I, I, I know I'll say Soul Calibur 6 right now. I mean, how many people bought Soul Calibur 6 to play 2B? I mean, I'm just saying. Let's be yeah. real. Uh, what was I on? Ratchet and Clank was in the game. So mm-hmm. That's good. Cloud? Yeah, Cloud wasn't in there. He, 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 he was one of the most wanted characters, but yeah, he should have been. I, I want to. I, I have a mini rant about Final Fantasy 7 that I like to always get into. Yeah? But it's, it's, it's uh, like Final Fantasy 7 is only popular because Square Enix wants it to be because they know it's a guaranteed cash grab. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that like from back then or from now? Just in general. I mean, like, once they knew that Final Fantasy VII was like their big game entryway into 3D gaming, super popular. Okay. And then, like, after eight or nine, they're like, okay, let's try to do something new with this. It, it sold like crazy through luck when they Final Fantasy VII emerged. Then, then they keep using it. They're like reusing it. Okay, we can use it on movies. We can use it for different video game spin offs. We can use it for this and that. Then Final Fantasy Riven Remake comes out, and it's like, oh, okay, you are actually like. This is like, you know, you're actually trying to get money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Final Fantasy VII is going to be like multiple parts. That's how they're Yeah, releasing it. like the first game is literally just disc one. Yeah. I think they said it's going to be like like multiple parts. Like five again, parts the, or something crazy. It, it may end up being that way, but again, the first game is just disc one. So I can't really mm-hmm. complain. Uh, Sweet Tooth was in the game. So that's good. Sweet Tooth was always a weird one for me because Twisted Metal is like a demolition derby game. Mm -hmm. So to have like a character from it was always weird. I mean, like, I I know one Twisted Metal character was in All Stars. I'll say that. I'm not sure if it was Sweet Tooth or not. So I can say. Um, What's the next one? Solid Snake. Yeah, Solid Snake wasn't in there. He should have been. He was another character. He just just should have been. But Kojima was like, you know, he's like, Nintendo's my boys. They put Metal Gear Solid 2 on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. We win it forever. Um, Sackboy had to be in there. Sackboy was like he wasn't that. Sackboy was 100 percent that trailer. Not they were trying. About it. They were trying real hard to make him like the PlayStation mascot. It didn't really work. I he could be that mascot. It's not even a joke. Like PlayStation Five makes Sackboy the mascot. I, don't I wouldn't think even be upset. Ever making a little big planet game again? They just make like a little big planet dreams done. Yeah, I mean, dreams is kind of like. A much better, you know, because like, because like, Little Big Planet had like character creation or like stage yeah. creation and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was kind of Mario Maker before Mario Maker. And look at Mario Maker now; they're the kings, boy. Yeah. Top Mario of their Maker mushroom 2, castle. Mario Maker Two not doing as well as Mario Maker One though. What I think Mario Maker Two is actually better. I mean, maybe not. I'm not sure cell wise, whatever. But like, yeah, it's yeah, what yeah. it brings is so much more. I mean, yeah, it has has everything and then more. I mean, it has like worlds and stuff now, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool make your own worlds and like custom it's good like mm-hmm. this is like what the fan base wanted you, essentially you're saying we can make fan-made Mario games now that'd be so cool like that, that's what it is now 
Maker 2. You make fan-made Mario games. You're done. That's it. I don't know why they don't make more Wario games. Just do it, cowards. You know? You have the Switch. Can't, wait for the, can't wait for the Waluigi game to come out and drop. Have you played the, the fan-made Waluigi game? No, I have not. Dude. It's pretty good. I'm still waiting for the fan-made Waluigi pirate game to drop. Yeah? You uh you, you waiting with bated breath on that one? <laughs> uh and then the last two, Leon and Persona 4 character, then not neither of them were in it. So you got those right as well. Hey, I'm nice, I'm clean. Type clean, type nice. That those sounds like should have been in it though. It should have been. Uh so you only got You only like got four, four? wrong. Yeah, yeah you only I got four wrong. So what's that? That's like uh, what was it? I said like Crash, Spyro, Gex, and who else? Uh, Kazuma. Kazuma? Yeah, those yeah. are all people who I would just enjoy to have in that game. Yeah, it would have been good. <laughs> Out of all those, Crash. Crash is probably the biggest one. Cr- Crash like, is on. the biggest one there. Uh, Yakuza was kind of big at that point, so I think throwing yeah. him in there would have been something else as well. And then Gex would have been thrown in for his nostalgia factor. But if you had to pick Crash or Spyro, I would say Crash all the way. Yeah. Even though Spyro is my favorite, Crash is just more iconic for PlayStation. It also came first, which is probably mm-hmm. probably helps why mm-hmm. people remember it more. Also, Crash Bash, let's not lie. Crash had the party games. CTR. Yeah. CTR came out again. I know that. Did you know there was a Shrek party game? Yeah. Uh forget what it's called. But they have the, the, the come game to facts my swamp. Are up. Is it really called Come to My Swamp? Nah. It'd be I cool if it, it was is. though. It'd be funny if it was. Shrek come to my swamp. You'd be like, I don't want to buy that game. <laughs> come to my swamp. Nice I might and... get like, I might get like, uh, like, te- like, uh, teleported into the the movie or something if the I buy Shrek that. Dimension. That's not that bad, dude. I mean, Simon's in there. Simon Cowell. You know, be like, that's Simon Cowell. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Like the guy in American Idol who's like. No, I know who Simon Cowell is. But he's in the Shrek universe, dude. Oh, in the universe. Okay, I thought you were about the game. He probably is in the game. Not even a joke as you himself again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give a, a crazy take here. I don't think he's in the game. I, I, I just don't think he got Simon Cowell to be in the Shrek video game. Simon Cowell, Shrek video game. Dude, there's no way. He's not in the game, but he's still in the movie. Short, okay. What was that for, like, like Shrek 2 or something? Yeah, yeah, Shrek 2, yeah. The extended edition. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when... Nope, never mind. I was thinking of something else. It's gonna be okay. That was weird. (laughs) You're gonna be okay. It's the so, ASMR uh, like when you're patting someone's head. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, but like, like usually ASMR, you like hear it. I Minecraft it. Today we're going to be chopping. Chop, 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 <laughs> chop, chop. We gotta make a nether portal in today's episode. But I broke my pickaxe, that's why we're chopping trees. We can make our diamond pick to get the obsidian. But first, we gotta find a lava source. Otherwise, we can't make the obsidian. But, like, my infinite water source is just. 
the creeper blew it up, so now I gotta fix it. It, it blew up your water source? The creeper blew up the water source. It, oh, Can creepers my, blow up water sources? They, they can blow up the infinite water source. Yeah. Because I get like, the, the, the two squares and like, have them go. Yeah. So, like, yeah. if they blow up in the corner, it's just like, ah. <laughs> but like, creepers don't blow up, or, or, or they don't, they like, don't destroy the source block, though. No, but they can like make it like spill over, so then you have to yeah. build around it anyway. Oh, okay. So Dude, Minecraft's a crazy game. Minecraft's a fun time, dude. It's a run. It's a run. So, uh, I got a question for you, Ray. Hit me with it. I'm definitely ready for it as I look at my phone. Coming off of the PlayStation, right? PlayStation mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you see the trailer for Ghost of Tsushima that came out Yo, a few days you ago? You know, I saw the 18-minute trailer. Yes. What are your thoughts on it? I actually like it. Not yes. gonna lie. It was good. I like I, it. I saw some Twitter stands be like, why are people hyping up this game? Saying that this or like Last of Us 2 are going to be game of the year. Yeah, could be. Mm-hmm. They're I mean, like, why? Why are people saying it? This game's not even out yet. <laughs> it's like, uh, I, let me hit you with this one. I got this game got it. I saw Tsushima. I think this game has higher contender for Game of the Year than Last of Us 2 only because it is a standalone. Last of Us 2 really has to hit that uh, audience where it's like people who played Last of Us already are going to be more attracted to that. Sure. So, but it's not going to be, again, selling that much only because it is a sequel game. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Sadly, the truth of the matter. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is more open. Also, it applies to the weebs. This is something that hits <laughs> yeah. multiple market levels. I guess, yeah. <laughs> This is hitting the people who like the Arkham slash Assassin's Creed slash Mortar combat of time of recent. This is something that hits all of them pretty well. People mm-hmm. who like those games will like this something. This one, this hits the Breath of the Wild and Red Dead Redemption fan base right here. Big open world, a lot of stuff to do. Looks like there's objectives and stuff, little mini quests or whatever to keep you occupied on your journey. Yeah, yeah it's something that just has a little bit of everything. Nice camera effects. Uh, again, everything looks like it's going in the right direction. Cannot complain about what I saw. And the two different styles of play, a little bit of Hitman in there, a little bit of Metal Gear. You got your go in, blow everything up. You got your we can take these from the shadow, run this around. The sandboxy type of experience that you could kind of want in a game like that. Feels good. My only hope is that it doesn't turn out to be like Days Gone did where Days Gone had a million things going for it, but, like, the story just wasn't there, and then the the combat got repetitive. Well, say in this game, it does seem that, like, if the story's bad, if you play, like, a Breath of the Wild, there should be no problem. But you just, like, look at the big world, do your things in it, you would be fine, I think, like that. Uh, combat, it is, like, again, the classic, again... Uh, trigger combat, you go into combat, you do button presses that are going to prompt you for counters mm-hmm. if you need to, but like that's pretty generic combat at this point for, I guess, games that yeah. volumes have that fighting style. Person action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't even say, like, it's, it's pretty common to see, so it's pretty good. I think the ingenuity of the combat basically comes down to how you were willing to go about it. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think it looks as good as any of the other like first person, you know, like God of War or Spider Man. I mean, it just 
it just has that that whatever thing to it that just makes it look like when it could i saw be a... all the stuff they did for it like how hard they went on it all the detail it looked mm-hmm. like they definitely have an appreciation and love for this game developers something i like to see i mean like with it being almost no hud is crazy with it just being like wind telling you where to go or like smokestacks that's cool when i saw the wind i thought that was a really genius idea i'm not even gonna lie about it because like you have your map right let's be honest right but now you don't have that like some people hate like having like the thing telling them oh that's where i have to go because Mm -hmm. it looks annoying sometimes people like to see what the game looks like having it not appear as a hud but having it appear as the wind is something that's so good you're like okay the wind is telling me to go this way and that is also like your your other games have like arrows that point you this is what it is the wind and the wind is a natural thing in the world to show mm-hmm. and it looks really nice it's not even like it looks ugly it looks good and it's presented well well yeah i mean i think they're doing it right because kind of what you were saying where people don't like to see like a waypoint and stuff that also kind of takes you out of the game because then at that point you're not really exploring the world anymore you're just following a line and mm-hmm. you're not actually appreciating all of the you know, like how how beautiful the game looks and all the little things they put into it. You're just going from point A to point B. It's going to be, again, something open world games have to understand is something that Zelda has learned is having, like, I guess I'll put the quote-unquote the shrine mechanic that Zelda has. Zelda gives you the ability to search for shrines early, and they have shrines in all the interesting areas of the game. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Most of the interesting areas of the game have shrines near them on purpose. And my battery, is it dying? Oh, no. Your battery for what? Your computer? Yeah, it's on power saving. It's fine. It will prompt me if I have to go charge it, which okay. is fine. This is this is okay. I'm okay. It's fine, Tyler. Don't cry. But yeah, I mean, uh, they also have the other thing, which I think is similar to Breath of the Wild, where they have like birds pointing you. Oh yeah, that like, guide you. The birds. Yeah, and boxes. yeah. Which is yeah. It's just another thing to be like, hey. There's other stuff to do in this world. You should go check this out. But it's also not like a big marker or like some text on screen mm-hmm. telling you about a side mission. It's something that you can go to if you see it and you want to, you know. Definitely, like, the game looks good. I think it's appreciable. It's different stuff, like the armor and everything makes sense for what they have. Mm-hmm. Customizable and all that. People like to see customization and all that. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I can look how I want to look. That's cool and rad. Everyone should want to look how they want to look. Except if you look like a loser. <laughs> God. <laughs> Except. Toss that one out there real quick. Let's go. I don't know if it'll get better scores than Last of Us, though. Again, like it's up in the air what the score will be. But mm-hmm. it does seem like a type of game I will play only because it's up my wheelhouse. I mean, you talk about game of the year. They also got to worry about Cyberpunk. So everyone's saying Cyberpunk right now. I think Cyberpunk is definitely up there right now. Yeah, Cyberpunk could come out and it could be terrible, but it probably won't be. You know, it, it probably, most likely, it's not going to be terrible. If anything, it may just end up being like a seven or eight out of ten at least. Mm-hmm. That's that's just saying at least. Nothing else, you know. They they delayed the game on purpose just to make sure everything's done correctly. That's something. Anytime a developer delays a game, I gotta look at them and be like, "You didn't release this trash. Good for you." 
you, you, you took this chance to be like, we need to work on this. We're not going to release this game because we said it's going to be released. Then we're going to hold on it, work on it, refine it, look for it, input and output, mm-hmm. get this tested on. Stuff like that's good. You don't want to release a half-baked product. Hey, you mind, uh, mind vamping for a second, Ray? Go ahead, yeah, man. Yeah, I just got to do something real quick. Okay, so like one day, right, Tyler had to go to save the world and now he's going to save the world and this is what's happening unfortunately for me he's left me all alone sometimes he sees me alone in my corner and he gives me a cracker and he feeds me as he leaves to go into his own place the shadows the darkness everything here so dark so lonely his his light his beacon of light saves me every time i remember the future world and then it hits me how terrifying it is outside. The silent killer, Corona. Oh no, it's awful, terrible things. But like, let's be real. That was all a joke thing I just said. Uh, but yeah, we gotta act like uh, we're not talking about anything because like Tyler left the room, so like I can say whatever I want. He can't hear what I'm saying, so this is. Pretty good. It's like we got this impact. Yeah, so like that's what I think about that topic, and that's really interesting. I think everyone should think that way about Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's pretty, pretty Final Fantasy VII. It's JRPGs. I love them, and they're all awful at the same time. You know, classic things about JRPGs and the, the same such. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing, dude. <laughs> just, just chilling, you know, five minutes. Talking about my Final Fantasy VII rant, saying how come it didn't deserve a remake. Final Fantasy VI deserves to remake. It's so much better in every way and possible. Only Final Fantasy VII made it popular because it was 3D and people were degenerates and they're like, oh my gosh, 3D gaming is the future. They can't appreciate Final Fantasy VI for it. It really is a great masterpiece. But yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy VII, I hear pretty good. I mean, you're not wrong, but like, VI is better. It may be 2D. I think that's why everyone's like a 2D game. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's probably why it's 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 a lot harder to show like uh uh beautiful graphics and you know, especially to just regular. I'm sorry, regular like gamers. you said beautiful graphics. I just remember Final Fantasy VII OG graphics, like Cloud with like his <laughs> thick arms, like yeah, super like triangle body. Yeah, it's super pointy hair. Yeah, I mean, like it's like. Whatever was good graphics was good graphics at the time. And he was like, it's like. <laughs> also, it's I mean, like, like today, if they were to mm-hmm. remake a 3D game, it's a lot easier for common people to look at a, a very pretty 3D game and appreciate it mm-hmm. than it is a, a pretty 2D game, you know? I mean, I think Dragon Quest Eleven is like what I'm going to consider right now the top echelon of modern JRPGs. Mm-hmm. It, Dragon Quest Eleven gives you. A good JRPG story that one breaks classic JRPG tropes. Two, it offers to fans of old JRPGs and new JRPGs, people who are new and old alike. People who have been fans of older JRPGs have challenges that they can issue upon starting a game that you can add on to your game, make it harder for you to play and more difficult experience for seasoned players. Three, farming and Dragon Quest is easy as pie if you want to just level up. Just find metal enemies and keep killing them. Metal enemies give you like a bajillion XP. It's the easiest thing possible. The only thing is you have to crit them to kill them every time. 
but that's kind of hard to do early on. Uh, the the story is one of the best stories I've seen, fair RPG wise, in recent times. Flips not his head. It has a two D mode for people who want to play a two D classic JRPG and don't want to play a three D JRPG. Uh, system is automated. You can choose your encounters because you can see the monsters on the map. You can choose to avoid them or to confront them. So you farm how much you want. You don't have to be like, oh man, I'm running ten feet and there's another encounter. Yeah. How do you feel about Octopath? I haven't played Octopath. I cannot play opinion on mm. that yet. That's a game that ever since it came out, I've been like back and forth on whether I want to play it because a lot of people say like, you know, there's like eight different stories or something that it's like mm-hmm. really good. It's really well written, and then also the the graphics of it are like way different than any other. 2D game they've ever done? It definitely is. Oh, it's one of the more beautiful 2D games to come out. I haven't played it yet. I've played the demo eight times. Because <laughs> that's hard. <hot, laughs> because like you gotta play the demo for each character. Am I wrong or am sure. I wrong? No, no, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so I, I beat the demo with each character, and uh I honestly think that they all have their own everything thing to offer. Mm-hmm. I will say. Uh most fun I think I had was playing with the dancer character. She's Reminiscent again to I'm gonna say it again, hitting with the Final Fantasy six every time. We gotta hit him with this. He's reminiscent to Mog. If anyone's played as Mog in the Final Fantasy six, they know what I'm saying. And that that kind of makes me and she also is just like straight up a savage. Mm-hmm. She's the most savage of any character. She's like, I became a dancer by choice, and I will ice every man's in my path. <laughs> She's not afraid to kill a man to get where she wants to be. At least in the story. And don't tell me my battery's running low. That's <laughs> awful, dude. You know, I might want to plug in my PC. Well, you know, when you actually give me the warning, I'll go and grab my charger from downstairs and plug it in. <laughs> you want me to warn you? Because I can do that. I know. No, no, it's going to give me a second warning. What's the percentage at right now? Because before it screams again. 12. You only went down like a couple. You're. Yes. Oh no. I think he's gone. I think he left. I bet you he's uh he's he's rushing over. <laughs> uh let's see, what else, what else do we got? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yep, he he just said it. He said he said he's gone. He, literally, as he was talking about it, it shut off. So, wonder how that's gonna work. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, go Tsushima. I think it'll be great. I think that the trailer they showed much better. I think the f- first couple they showed, it was just like, whatever, you know. We saw some of the characters, we saw some of the the story or whatever, but we didn't actually see any gameplay. That's kind of what everyone wanted to see. And yeah, exactly like you said, there was a lot of like Assassin's Creed, a lot of uh, what's the other one, Arkham Knight or Arkham Asylum, whatever it was. 
and especially since you know there's a, there's a lot of Assassin's Creed references or comparisons or whatever, and we haven't really gotten a good one of those in a while. I think some of the newer ones are better. Oh, and that, if you just officially left, now it's just me and Craig. Yeah, like I started playing Origins, and well, I, well, I think that was better than some of the other ones. Like I think Syndicate was just it was was really bleak. There wasn't a whole lot of, I think, like fun stuff to do. Anything different than any of the previous ones? Like I think the uh, the combat system was cool. It was a lot faster, but it it didn't really have a whole. They didn't have a whole lot to like stand out against the other ones. And then, who was it? Ubisoft was just like, "Hey, we're taking a break. We're not gonna. It's, it's not gonna be annually anymore." And I think people really like that. They came with Origins, and I think the story and the direction they're going is a lot better. But. Uh, there's just like a lot of space. There's like a lot of empty space everywhere. And I think one of my favorite things from Unity, which was not as well received as the other ones. Like I know it wasn't as well received as like Black Flag or uh, any of the Ezio stuff, but I still really like that one because we were in a very populated town or city or whatever. And there's lots of buildings, there's lots of crowds, you can go in, you can kind of blend in, which is kind of the whole point of an assassin. And you have different tools and stuff. And then you have the buildings, you can kind of perch up, you can go into different rooms. And I just felt that was more of what you would feel like as an assassin in just a place, a bunch of people. Whereas Origins, a lot of desert, lots of open space, lots of too much traveling from one point to the other without seeing a lot of stuff like even in unity when you would travel there'd be lots of people again lots of different things popping up to your left and to your right hey hey you back yeah yeah that was a fun adventure literally as literally as you were talking about it it happened some may say that's the funny part i was just talking about uh Assassin's Creed. The sad thing is, like, it tells me I have 12% on my battery, and it just automatically just, like, kicked into overdrive and was like, no, we're not letting you use it. Shutting down at 12% seems like lying. Seems like you still got 12% to go, and then it's just... I know, right? Normally it would tell me, hey, you know, 5%, we kick into ultra drive. Yeah. That was not nice of it, to say the least. I was... I was like, 12% is fine. We can run on this. And then that was not true at all. <laughs> we can run on this. Famous last words. Yeah, I was talking about the new Assassin's Creed game. Ooh. Or not the new one. But like how they kind of revamped and now they're trying harder. That's but what I'm talking I, about. I still don't really like them that much. Because the one I'm playing right now is Origins. And you're in Egypt. That well, not one? just Egypt. But you're in like Africa, I guess. And and there's just too much too much desert, you know. Is that the one where you can fight like the Egyptian gods and like gain like their powers or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't gotten there yet because I'm not powerful enough. But yeah, there's like boss battles and stuff. 
there's just, just too much open space you know i want i want like crowds of people you know to kind of like sleuth you know you know i'm gonna say right here i think the best assassin's creed games that i never played that i wanted to play because i didn't play any of them was black flag yeah yeah i think most i, I think a lot of people would say black flag is the best one i i wanted to play black flag because i just wanted a really good pirate game mm-hmm. that was like a nice single player adventure and then that came out and i didn't get it <laughs> why not that was before my era oh, okay of actually having gaming consoles mm. i mean you, you, you can always get it now yeah but it's like what 40 bucks maybe tops nah no way no way to google ac black flag i guarantee you it's on sale digitally On what's the price on Ubi? Ubi, Ubi, Ubi. It's twenty bucks on Steam, dude. Yeah, there you go. I I may cop honestly, but not now. I've also never played it, but one day I might go back. Mm-hmm. I played Unity, a game that people didn't really like. I thought it was good. Oh, I don't know. Assassin's Creed is uh some tidbits that I've learned just by hearing mm-hmm. people talk about the game. Nothing really. That I really say I experienced myself. Things I've heard of from other people. That's it. Okay. There's nothing else there. All right. <laughs> There's no other tangent. Nothing else. It was just me saying. I literally know nothing about Assassin's Creed or what I've heard. Here we go. That is the play. So, have you seen the new uh, Space Force trailer? You know I've seen Space Force trailer. You've seen it? Okay. What do you think of it? I don't know what to think of it is the answer I can say. I'll have to watch that in the first episode, the first couple episodes, just to get a feel. Yeah, yeah. It comes out in a week or two, I think. Mm -hmm. That's all I can say on it. If I don't see the first couple episodes, I have no opinion on it. Because all I can see is that, like, it has the potential to really pop off. I think that Netflix had the right idea of trying to market it, you know, because they're like, oh, Steve Carell's back in like a, a workplace comedy, which kind and he's, of. You and know, he's the boss again, you know? Yeah. He's kind yeah. of running back on it. But, but his uh, character this time seems a little bit more competent, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think it's going to have almost any comparisons to The Office. I think that it's, it's a lot more serial. You know, it's not just like one off, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just think there's like a real story there with, you know, it, you know, it's not, trying to get this program to work, you know, get it running. Yeah. Get yeah. The pieces in place and all that. It seems like more of a more of a like A to B type mm-hmm. show than The Office was. But I get why Netflix was marketing it that way, because everyone watches The Office. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Netflix's number one most stream show ever. So number two. Got him. Why? Cause Avatar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah I thought it was good. I thought it, I thought it had like good comedy, and it has a really good cast. The cast did seem pretty good. I think again, I have to see the first couple episodes to to get a judgment on that mm-hmm. for certain. But I, I will definitely be looking into it. No hesitation there. I think just to see him and more stuff is cool. Again, I think that I really liked him in the big short because I saw that recently. 
Yeah. By recently, I mean like a couple years ago, whatever. You ever watch Anchorman? But have not watched Anchorman in full. I saw the first one. It was pretty good. I've seen Anchorman 1 and Anchorman 2 in pieces and bits, but never in full. He's just a a, a menace in that movie. He's going around not, not knowing how to do things. He just like finds a grenade at one point. So where'd you get that? I don't know. But I have it now. <laughs> it's mine now, dude. That's crazy. What uh what manga have you been reading re- reading lately? Ooh. Recently, the manga binge, dude. Time. The yeah. binge of manga. Let's go through my list real quick. Ugh. Oh, we've been touching on uh, some Batuk recently. Okay. Um, Ken Omega, whatever that chapter drops weekly. Sure. Uh, I've been reading the Kaguya manga, Blue Period. I caught back up on that. Pajolian dropped recently. I've been constant on Spy X Family. Yes. And uh, Time for Torture Princess. Sure. And Beastars. But yeah. How's everything? Good? Yeah, man. Is there any ones that you're like, man, this isn't really that good? <laughs> I can run through like Batuk. You want a martial arts manga? That one has Capoeira as the base for it. So it's sure. a little different. Capoeira got Brazilian martial arts. Really interesting how they display it. And it has a it has a potential to be really deep in the story. How it flows with that one. Kengen Omega, another martial arts manga. This time, uh, sequel to Kengen Ashura, whatever that Netflix series was that aired a while ago with the CG. People either liked or hated that series. I will say Kengen Ashura remains, in my example, one of the better tournament arc manga to be released in recent times. It's definitely up there with something that's crazy and ridiculous. Uh, people have their own martial arts they practice they come it's like a nice mma type of situation it works it blends well it's something i can't complain about king and ashura does it wonderfully king and omega is the sequel to that following up on the events of king and ashura uh highly recommend if you finish ashura read that king and ashura is pretty good how similar would you say it is to karate kid (sighs) batuk has more karate kid vibes i'll say how because batuk focuses on like high schoolers how similar would you say it is to the Jaden Smith Karate Kid? Not at all. No, not at all? Not at all. No, not at all. I don't think anything can really anything I'm reading right now really compares to Jaden Smith Karate Kid. Because like Jaden Smith Karate Kid is so good that like there's there's no other medium that can I mean Jackie it. Chan really is like the only mentor that you could ever possibly want, really. Yeah. So I was gonna say like I got some other ones here, like uh Whatever this story demo, Ayumu wa Yosetekuru, yes. whatever that translates to in uh, English. English. Uh, it's like some shogi couple rom com thing. Okay. You may be into that. You like your rom com, your little fluff slice of life type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, I got good thing, right? You can always count on me for this. I have a wide. <laughs> birth of manga that i always read it's not that you know raymond is like always you tell me about most manga i can dip my head into it i give everything a chance if you tell me it's good something to always think about uh blue period i think i recommended this to you and it's one of the ones i texted to you yep uh struggling i wouldn't say struggling it's a 
the story about someone who wants to go to an art school in Japan, and this is him transitioning to try to do that in his high school career, mm-hmm. and how he's going to try to achieve that. Very interesting manga. It, it's definitely something that appeals. I think Act Age is a little bit better than Blue Period because they both are trying to pursue a career. Act Age is about acting. Blue Period is about art, any form of art, really. Because Blue Period is just trying to him to trying to get to the art school, so he's going through a bunch of mediums that he's trying to get through. But I think Act Age is a little stronger than Blue Period. Blue Period, I think, has a better art style. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the reason why Blue Period has to have that is because they want to be able to illustrate. Like these are the types of art that they will be seeing. The the artist and author has a really good grasp on the different types of art and the, some of the styles that are used, and you can see it displayed. I mean. Obviously, it looks like you're doing it like in manga ink, right? They want to do this pens. To be able to replicate that that way and try to illustrate what you're trying to like show, like this is what they're doing, takes a lot of you know skill and talent. So you can't even really complain about it. Act Age is something different. Act Age, I think, is a beast. I haven't caught up on it. I'm like I'm like 20 or 30 chapters behind in Act Age right now. I think Act Age may be one of the best mangas have dropped. Like how many? Like last year or two years ago? It's somehow phenomenal. Uh, struggling artist, I can say this now trying to find their way in the world of acting nice. and all they can do is method act oh. but like they method act to like the most extreme cases like that they, they method act so well that they become that person mm-hmm. essentially and it's really hard for them to break that ever seen tropic thunder i have not seen tropic thunder i have heard many great things of tropic thunder and robert downey journey's adventure yes, yes. <laughs> tropic um, thunder that, yeah it sounds just like robert downey jr in that or he just, he just became him. That's who he is. I, I, th- I think the best thing about that that I know is that it's Robert Downey Jr. acting to portray a black guy in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. But the thing is, that even in the in Tropic Thunder, it's revealed that he's not actually black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's actually Australian. Mm-hmm. And he rolls with it. Again, that's all I know from Tropic Thunder revolving around Robert Downey Jr. I should watch Tropic Thunder. Yeah, it's great. But Act Age... I think Act Age is one of the ones, I will say, manga-wise, that should become an anime because it will strive more in that medium. You need a Wells cast. You need a cast that's good enough to portray this in a way to make it look real. Well, not real, you know. To portray in a way that feels natural. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that you would want voice actors for in animation to try to enhance the feel of the show. Trying to get to people about visual medium. And it, do- it looks good on a manga page, but it would just be so much better having everything work. The audio, the visuals, the voice acting, the animation, having that all come together would make it so much better. Yeah, I'm ranting. Uh, is it ranting or just praising at this point? And then the weirdest one I think I named was Tis Time for Torture Princess. I think you wonder if I'm a freak or something at this point. Don't you're like what is this random nonsense you're talking about? No, no, I, I, I have that on my, on my. It's good, right? It's great. It's good. Yeah. Or have you have you checked that or no? I've watched like the or not watched. I read the first couple chapters. Okay, then it, Tyler, uh, please give a brief summary of what you think this is about. Uh, Based on no, what you've I, seen. No, I think I'd rather you do it. Okay, okay. Basically, yeah. every chapter there's a gag that the princess who's been captured by the demon lord yeah. has to spill secrets about the her. Mm-hmm. what they're planning to do and how the demon lord can use that to his advantage and one thing is uh they're not actually tortures they are tortures because the word tortures in quotation marks sure sure yeah so um it's just like basically like fun slice of life things 
that are just weird and not really tortured. Like, oh no, you brought me like this delicious food. I can't bear. <laughs> I have to tell you now because I'm hungry. I, it looks delicious. I gotta tell you the secret now on how to kill the world. That's how it works. Yeah, it's like it's like more of a reward than you know a torture. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's 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 definitely a method. It's definitely a method you can use. It's a way to extract secrets from some way. You know. Yeah. Instead of maybe like you know playing the bad guy, you're playing the bad guy, but you're really playing the good guy. You're like, you know, you could tell me the secret if I, you know, you just take this, you give me a secret. I'll I'll give this to you. You tell me a secret, mm-hmm. do it. I got this like nice bowl of candy. You want it? Tell me ten things on how to destroy the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> tell me the secret behind your weapons. Tell me your battle strategies, your plans, their secret alliances. I need them all. Yeah, she's like, well, I guess, I guess I gotta, you know. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd be fool not to take this deal. And I think uh, there is a manga. I think I got you super into. Well, no, not super into that. I think you got yourself into a while ago. Let me see if I can find it on my list. It was the doll one. Yeah, I don't remember what it translates to in Japanese. Uh, something like dress up doll or whatever, like yep. Sono Bisque doll while Koi while Suru. Yep. What do you think about that one? I'll hit you with that one. Uh, good. I think I'm like two chapters behind, but mm-hmm. uh, it was good. I mean, it's just like rom com, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a dude who his father likes to paint dolls, and he like sells them, and that's like his his like craft or whatever. And he's like, man, gotta get good at that. Except he's not good at doing faces because mm-hmm. he can do any clothes really well. Though he's like, yeah, yeah, clothes really well. It's ah oh, beautiful. And then he meets his girl who wants to cosplay, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how, how they actually get to working together. Oh, she just goes to his house. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's she, as simple she, she as that. She just goes to his house. She's like, oh, yeah, so I found your address. And uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's because she, she sees like some of his work or something, right? And she's like, mm-hmm. whoa, you can do that. Why don't you make clothes for me? And he's like, man, I don't know if I can do that. But then he does, and it's turns it's, out it's, it's actually very cool. easy. Yeah, and then through this, through like talking to her, and then actually interacting with humans, he gets better at uh, doing faces. You know, he you know he's not like on his dad's level or nothing, mm-hmm. but he's getting better. He's making progress because he just needs that like human touch, you know, instead of being in his room all day trying to, you know, figure it out. I gotta hit you with one of those every now and then, you know. It was like on the Raymond scale. What do you thought that was was coming out? It was like, what is what is the scale? What are the the Raymond scale? scale? The Raymond scale is just whatever I throw on there. Like, what do you thought that was? It was coming out of. I don't know. It was a like it, don't like it. uh, Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's one of it's one of my more liked ones, I would say. Because I definitely threw some stuff in there. I mean, I got a bunch of. Everyone knows by now. If you've been listening for the past. 10 minutes you should know i read manga <laughs> dude so spy family right spy x family whatever Ooh, spy family uh, let's talk about spy family so it's good it's good it's good it's good it's it's every week comes out well not every week every two weeks bi-weekly yeah. uh i'm also a few chapters behind in that but that but that's because the the extension mm-hmm. that i use for it or whatever uh, oh, yeah. It stopped working at one point. It stopped updating. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, wow, I guess I'm just going to have to 
not read this for a while and then recently it started working again so yeah now i get to read it Spy family is pretty good it's up there it's one of the better manga to get serialized recently yeah. and i think it's already won awards what it's yeah. oh i'm sure it, it yeah. had to have it's i saw this thing there. and uh i think it was some reddit it might have been just like r slash manga or whatever mm-hmm. they had uh they had a contest to see what face that the, the, the like daughter makes or whatever you know because in in the manga she has she's very expressive oh boy with her facial expressions and they had like a contest to see which face was uh voted uh the favor the reader's favor or whatever and the one that won was her very smug you know with her very the classic hair, smug yeah with her eyes like, almost closed I have it somewhere to have a bunch of screenshots the problem for me uh, here's here's one that I can that I can show uh, don't rotate, please. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> She's very yeah. expressive. It's great. Yeah, and now, and now it's basically about uh, a spy who has a mission. He's got to, like, save the West and the East, like the whole world or whatever. And the only way to do that is to get close to this guy. But the only way to get close to this guy is to have a family, have a child. And then have the child talk to his friend. The child, yeah. And And so, yeah. Go ahead. And be like, well, we can have a play date, and then they'll come together. (laughs) It's it's so good, dude. But but the but the 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 daughter that he picks out because he can't have one to take too long has like telepathic powers, Mm -hmm. and then they need a mom because the only way the school will accept them is with a family, and the mom is an assassin. And so it's just it's just a bunch of secrets, but it's like really wholesome and lots of lots of wacky adventures throughout all that. It's good. Yeah, it definitely has like those nice tones. It got like that nice. It's it's got it going for it. You're like oh, because like he's a spy and all this. You're like I think it would be over the top. It's not over the top at all. No. It displays itself really well. So I got two things for you, Ray. Right. First, that one scene or whatever where they're walking into the school and this is like before they got accepted or whatever mm-hmm. where it's like they're going through tests and yeah. like the the main character i don't remember his name but he keeps like impressing the headmaster by like having extra pairs of clothes and like oh yeah lloyd yeah, lloyd, it, it, yeah. Uh, that whole sequence of more and more stuff coming at him and like and he's just ready yeah <laughs> like uh when they first walk in they're they're the only family to stop and like salute the statue Mm-hmm. of the of the one of the previous headmasters and mm-hmm. the and the current headmaster is like it's it's crazy they're <laughs> they're just like so classy or something <laughs> it's good, so yeah. elegant yeah so ele- <laughs> uh but the second thing is kind of a prediction mm-hmm. do you think that they'll ever find out that she ha- can read people's minds when that happens it will be the craziest thing to possibly ever happen yeah. And my favorite thing is that she doesn't act like so. She says like, she's like, I can read people's minds, so therefore I can ace every test ever. He doesn't actually do that. She has like, she has her own like personal moral boundaries that she's setting up now. Yeah, and like I, I like that. You know, it's it's got so good. When I think she'll do her best to try to hide it. Mm-hmm. Again, she's she's been putting it right now that like, hey, I'm just really lucky. What can I say? But. Eventually, gonna hit like, man. You know, I gotta do it. Her, her like 
quote unquote relationship with the the like son that mm-hmm. she has to befriend. Yeah, it's so good because like because like she she's trying to do everything she can to like get close to him, but then in the beginning, there's moments where he just sucks, mm-hmm. and she just like. I don't ever want to talk to you ever. And and that's one of the moments where she has her very smug face. Mm-hmm. And then it comes around and then the 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 kid starts to actually like her a little bit and like want to be friends with her, but he has like a reputation to uphold. Right now he's kind of crushing. I mean, he's like he got like a little crush on her. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like trying not to like let it work out. And I'm like, this guy's like five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're like children. Well, I mean like you know, like you're like your first grade crush they're like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess it happens like in first grade right they're like yeah, that happens sure i mean i mean i mean it's just kids right even like, if like they people really marry know... each other in first grade right that's the thing um, I, I don't know about in america i mean i mean like not, not like really but i mean like you know like when your kids like they're like oh we're gonna like get married oh, or whatever sure, sure yeah, yeah yeah they don't know right but like yeah yeah i mean kids still have those feelings they just don't like actually understand what they mean you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like yeah like he's he's he, he got a little crush you know uh i'm not gonna say anything about the recent chapters because recent chapters are kind of ridiculous on what they do mm-hmm. but i will say uh their relationship now is better than what it was originally i do appreciate it it felt very good it's flowing nice anya is still as smug as ever so good i think anya's friend may be the most savage character in the entire also, the fact that Anya, I will say this, is learning from both an assassin and a spy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And has, like, telepathic powers. It's like, hmm, she may become the perfect of both. <laughs> yeah. She's being groomed to be a monster. <laughs> Spike's family could take a really dark turn if, like, they, they do a 10-year time skip and then, like, man, they're dead. Listen, Naruto should have ended with him just killing everyone you know what i mean but but anya could do it (laughs) anya's be like they ate my slice of cake they must pay for their betrayal that's the type of thing you gotta go for i like when uh when she did something good Mm -hmm. and the like friend of lloyd who -hmm. like gives him information or whatever he was like hey anya you did you did something good you should get a reward and (laughs) It eventually goes to her at her wanting to be in like a real life spy movie, and mm-hmm. Lloyd has to play along. The mom has to play along. I thought that was really cool. I like that. They're good with it, dude. I can't hate on it. Yeah. And then, like, I'll say like a uh, your sister or Yoru. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people are gonna do this because Lloyd got changed to Royd. I'm pretty sure, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Yoru got changed to Yor, and I also hate it. So I'm gonna call her Yoru. Her brother, maybe one of the best characters. Mm-hmm. I remember He's... when they when he first came over to like meet Lloyd and stuff, and he he was trying his hardest to like break not him like him or like yeah yeah, <laughs> but he just he just couldn't do it. Lloyd, you know, had a good plan, mm-hmm. even though they right because at at that point, Lloyd like doesn't know his real job, right? The brother doesn't know Lloyd's real job, but Lloyd knows that he's a spy. Oh, he knows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just had a good plan, and he was able to, you know, he got it. Lloyd's like, if he ever finds out, this is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. But Lloyd doesn't know about um his wife. He doesn't know that his wife's assassin. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know. 
But he knows that his wife's brother is a spy as well. Who's going to rat him out? Because well, he's not a spy. He's like a government agent. I should say. Does does she know that he's he works for the government? No. No, right? Yes. No, so she, right. she 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 knows that he's a government agent, but she doesn't know like how good he is at his job. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's the one who like goes after spies or whatever. She doesn't know that. Similarly, like how like he doesn't know that she's an assassin. No one knows anything except Anya. Really, is Anya, what you understand? That's, that's the crazy part. <laughs> it's Anya knows everything, <laughs> but she can't tell anyone because she thinks that she can't tell anyone that that she's a uh, that she can read minds. Yeah. So she keeps it all to herself. The funniest thing is that Anya knows everything that's happening at all times, yeah. but cannot act on it. She can also <laughs> she read the does. dog's mind. The dog is one of the best characters as well. It's a good character. He has big dog energy. Do I have another face in here? We got some B-Star stuff in here. I mean, Do you plan on watching that? I almost am done with B-Stars. Oh, okay. The anime. The manga I'm caught up in. There's a, I, I'm having real trouble right now just trying to find the memes or at least decent faces. It's fine. Anyway, I, I will throw out an anime or manga in here right now. I'm throwing okay. Golden Kamui. Keep saying it. I think Golden okay. Kamui. I think it's a, a high echelon. It is a historical fiction anime slash manga. That is about finding hidden Ainu gold in Japan. Or Hokkaido, I should be specific. Or no, Japan. I think yeah, you, so. you you recommended that manga to me. Because I, 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 I have that on my list. I think Golden Kamui is both good as an anime and as a manga. I recommend the manga over the anime slightly for two reasons. One, because uh, the manga is ahead of the anime. That's one. Two, the manga also has really, really good... Uh, descriptions of a historical stuff and accuracy that they try to keep the author has like listed notes of like stuff that happens and it's like mm-hmm. oh the reason why this is like this is because this was an actual thing this is what it relates to and then like whenever something happens he's like okay so this is a tradition by the i knew people they do this every time this this happens or whatever and they do certain stuff like it's very historically based in and he tries to keep it as grounded as possible it's basically a mini encyclopedia of stuff that he compiles to keep it there is in the manga mm-hmm. and it's really well done like all the yeah. stuff is just well good detailed I it's always good when 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 people actually put like time and effort into things right mm-hmm. <laughs> when like they actually care about it and they want it to do good yeah and like it's one of those it's very good it has golden comedy has a lot of things it has action got your got a little bit of action there got like comedy you got romance you got like a thriller you got horror it's got a lot you know it's a blend of a bunch of stuff and it just works. That's all I can say. Is it an isekai? It's not an isekai. Mm, you'll see. Well, I can't read it then. But technically, it could be an isekai because you're reading it and then you're putting yourself in that world. Ah, I see. So I so I make it an isekai. Yeah. Ah. But without you, it's not an isekai. I see. For good isekai, I mean like, I don't read much isekai. I'm not gonna lie about it. Isn't <laughs> isn't Wizard of Oz an isekai? Yeah, Wizard of Oz is an isekai. Yeah. Yeah, it, is. it is. That's not wrong at all. Did you see the thing where, or, or I don't know, maybe maybe you've seen it before, 
But if you go to Google and you Google uh, The Wizard of Oz, there will be like, it like pops up or whatever, you know, The Wizard of Oz. And then on the top right, there are like ruby slippers. Google. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just 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 click on them. It's really good. I saw it, I saw it like a couple days ago or whatever. It's a little a little Google Easter egg for you. <laughs> so where did you do it? It's good. So now the 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 second part to that is if you click on the tornado, it flips it back. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. It was good. It was good. I, was, I definitely did both just now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Focus, dude. No, I respect. Uh, Isekai. I think the I think the one I recommended to you was Saihate no Paladin. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's there's one I could recommend now. It's some Yakuza reincarnation one. I can never find stuff on my phone. Yakuza reincarnation is the name of it. I was correct. Uh-huh. Literally, exactly what it is. A Yakuza yeah. got reincarnated into an isekai world as an anime girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you did recommend that to me because yeah. that that rings a bell. Yeah, so that one's up there, but the Isekai ones I recommend, I recommend Saihate no Paladin. That one I recommended as well. For Isekai, they're both pretty good. They don't really bring off anything that I would just say is a bad thing. There's other fantasy stuff that I read, but I mean, they're like <laughs> decent. I read some webtoon stuff, some web comic stuff. I mean, Tower of God, I've already said about Returner's Magic, could be special. Solo Leveling is at hyped right now but it's on hiatus for a while so i mean it recently got licensed though so i mean what might i say mm-hmm. soul leveling is also generic like crazy generic i will say it's like that's like, that power fantasy stuff you know what i'm saying yeah it's like basic normal boy becomes strongest person ever <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's always something that happens often I read it because I'm not gonna lie, it's it is power fantasy, but I read it because like it's one of those things like One Punch Man where you know he's just gonna win every time. But I just want to see how it's gonna happen. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like yeah, man. Why why would I read One Punch? Uh, One Punch is has a great story. Uh, Murata cannot come up as great as a story as one. However, when Murata can't do that, he does the great, wonderful art that one can never be able to accomplish. But yeah. one also has one of the greatest storyboards of all time. That's why he was able to write Mob Psycho 100 and have it be like a, such a great story. Mm-hmm. And when you think about Mob Psycho 100, it is one's art style all the way. Yeah, it, yeah. And it's so good. And you just wonder, like, One Punch Man is just essentially Murata's art style on what one did. And one can write stories. He did Mob Psycho, which is so brilliantly good. Every sense of the word. Cannot wait for Mob Psycho Season 3. Yeah. I haven't seen season two. Season two is by far so good. I highly recommend. You know what? Remember Vile Evergarden? That was a journey. Let's let's bring that back real quick. Let's roll it back a bit. <laughs> that that was a journey. That was, that was quite the journey. Was Violet Evergarden worth it only because of episode 10? No. No? No. <laughs> you mean those nine episodes were not worth it just for episode 10? Nah. The greatest episode of Violet Evergarden? It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. 
episode 10 may have been one of the best episodes of anime I think I've seen in a while. Just in general. It, it, the entire premise of episode 10 is so good. However, was it worth going through the nine episodes for episode 10? We went through that whole show. Yeah. And there was only like three or four episodes that were And like, episode 10 was the best. You know? we, we, I think we agreed episode 10 was the best non-including background of the yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the best current moment of the show. We had a heavy debate on this. It was it was very big. Mm-hmm. Did you remember, uh, remember that yeah. one show where like the, the girl who left your time? That was that was a that was a movie. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, remember that? Yep. Remember how much we we loved it, dude? It was so good until it wasn't. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. That's the right word to say. Because then the the second viewing, you just saw so many things that you know, like. Po- poking holes and things we tore that apart on the second viewing i remember we were like we're going to do a second viewing and have this be like a wonderful recording and it's going to be so great we're so good we're the nicest there ever is we watched that the second time and we're like this is actually awful we were just trashing on the entire movie Mm -hmm. yeah because we 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 watched it the first time and it was so good and then after we watched it we we were like talking about it a bunch like oh like like bring up different theories and stuff over you know what characters did and all that stuff that was and one so, thing I think we may have overhyped. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. And then when we finally were going to like record, uh, like a I don't know reaction to it or whatever, mm-hmm. we picked that movie. We're like, all right, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. And we did it, and it wasn't. There was just you know the the wool got pulled from uh, you know front of our eyes, and now we just was... yeah we picked it apart. And then that that was the first and last episode of our our reaction series that we never released that it never never came out <laughs> never came out never came out you hear it now folks we, it was supposed to happen never never I, I just need to bring that back just for resolution yeah and no one's getting it that that file has been destroyed let me just think <laughs> that it's gone wiped from existence no one has it maybe the uh the cia or like whoever the spy fbi tracking our devices has it still mm-hmm. But it's gone from our end, boys. Tyler's yeah, moved mean, his computer around like three times. Yeah, I think that was like two computers ago. And I definitely didn't bring it over because why it's, would it's I? gone. It's gone. It's yeah. It's like wow, that that's a shame, boys. You never will get that the reaction to us just trashing on girl who left through time every couple seconds in that movie. It started. I think like the first half an hour, we're like okay. And then after that, we're just going hard. Everything's just going off yeah, and off. Yeah, because there's just so many things about that movie that didn't make sense of, like, why certain characters would do things, and it just didn't make sense. You know? The one good thing that came from that was was your theory about uh about the dude that collects paintings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Collects art. It's, like, going through time, doing all that. That's how... But everything else was just... I don't know. It, it, it wasn't great. I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, why would they work? To- it's such a weird thing. Why are these like, restoring the paintings? Like, I'm like, what? What's the importance of that painting specifically? It makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> I remember that scene of of them like uh, learning that. You know, it was like a big reveal over. Oh, this is this is basically the reason why all the, all this is happening right now. <laughs> and it was just like, but why? Like, what's so? And and it was like some sort of like emotional connection, but that doesn't that doesn't warrant all the events that took place because of it you know i really want to watch weathering with you and like maybe talk about that a little bit that may be something yeah like discuss i mean 
I'm thinking about releasing that Eva thing. I said I may do a recording of Eva. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it. Uh, just to talk about it in general. I, I feel cool. like I would. That's something I've, I, and I have to, I think if I do the Eva recording, I have to talk about its relation to Frank's. It's not going to be something that's, it has to come up in the entire thing. There's, there's a lot of things similar and a lot of things I do differently. And if that's the case, I was thinking like, why not at the same time watch Gurren Lagan, mm-hmm. Just to get all three done. All three of their big mech shows, all, all three of the big mecha shows that they've done and just talk about it. Yeah, you should do that. That sounds really cool. Because I'm about to rip all of them. I mean, like, it's, Eva's like, like, let's, remember Frank's how we were like thinking like it was going to be really good? Like, like, I think like episode seven or eight, we're like, yo, this is feeling nice. Okay, so, okay. 99% of that show to me was really good. It was feeling nice, like episode eight. It was like, it was like really yeah. vibing. And then I think like episode nine or 10 hit, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, yeah. What happened to what we were having? We were having a great time here. I think that it just like, I think they tried to do more than they could do in just that many episodes. You, you know, know like with them, with them trying to build the world and then them trying to have this huge backstory as to who, uh, you know, the, the more like mythical or whatever characters are. And then, and then of course the ending, which people, you know, obviously don't like. I don't know. I, you know, I thought that, I thought that for the most part, it was a good show. It just had, it just had so much more potential to be like a great it, show. It just collapsed toward the end is what I'll say. It had everything going for it. And then it just like fell apart. Mm-hmm. It's like the bridge was 90% complete, dude. Just get the other, just finish the end of the bridge. You're almost at the end, dude. And then I heard the manga everything. Do you think they'll do a second season or like a movie or something like that? No, that thing's no. done. They're, they're getting I mean, a second season of the Green Men show. We're getting a second season of the Green Men. Whatever it is with the new characters. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. With like a different cast and everything. Also, you have you finished Gridman? I don't think you did. No, I did. You did? Thoughts yeah. on Gridman, please. Uh, it was it was okay. I didn't love it. It was it was one of my less favorite uh trigger shows. I will say I enjoyed Gridman actually more than Frank's. Yeah. <laughs> there was just a there's just a lot of portions of Gridman that I just got bored. I just didn't care about what was happening. You know, there was there's some really interesting characters and you know, their relationships and then <laughs> him finding out like why uh why he's connected to uh, the uh, turns out that he was, turns out he was just Gridman, dude. It was yeah. There's nothing. He was Gridman. That that's it. You are Gridman. There's You're a lot of moments. Else. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Trigger, right? Yeah, man. Have you seen any any of their newer show? I have not show? seen BNA. No, I have not seen BNA. Dude, I'm like six episodes in. It's pretty good. I kind of want to see BNA. Not gonna lie. It's pretty good. You should watch it. All right, man. <laughs> it's it's very trigger and uh like the art style, all that stuff. And uh it's not it hasn't gotten crazy yet. You know, every every trigger show towards the end, it gets wild and you're like, what's going on? It's either good or bad. This one hasn't hasn't reached that point yet, so I mean we're only like seven or eight episodes in, right? What? We're only like seven or eight episodes in? Me? Right there are only seven or eight episodes. Well no, they uh they released everything. Oh, they released everything. Yeah, because it was it was like a Netflix thing, so they released oh. the first half and then the second half, so it, it's all out. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where they went with it, so I'm not there yet. But 
I just don't see how they would make it crazy. You know what I mean? I don't think uh, this is going to go like uh, Frank's or I guess Grenlagen also goes this way where they're just they're just like, you know, weird outside forces that come in in the end. And it's like, this doesn't make sense. But anything could happen, I guess. Remember what the alien was called in Frank's? Real quick question. Nope. Nope, I don't. Do you? I think I do. Uh, Darling in the Franks alien? Let me look it up. Darling in the Franks. Do you remember when Zero Two got like really big? Yeah. Dude, yes. Alien. Too good Google. I just don't think it, the show had to take that turn. You know? I feel like if they just kept it consistent with those last few episodes, I think that would be fine. So they're called the to... Verm, dude. They're called okay. Verm. Verm. And like, oh, they're under Ape or whatever. I don't know what Verm is for, though. I also thought it was just kind of like lukewarm. Or like, okay, they're 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 going off into space, and then everyone else is just like, good now, you know, it's over. We're all we're all good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they I'm become like reincarnated. I'm sorry, that's like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The story was... will begin again. I'm just saying, it was like. It just didn't have to be like that, you know. Tilting. My camera will never be stable. <laughs> No, man. I got I got a bunch, man. It's fun. It was a it was a time. I I definitely wanted to. Um. Next is Code Geass. Let you know. Mm-hmm. Binge that out. How many episodes? Geass, I think, is just like the how many seasons? I think it's either twenty four or twelve, dude. Okay. Uh, but it's gonna be easy to binge. How long would it <laughs> How long would it take me to catch up in the One Piece manga if I start from the beginning? I was thinking about that the other day. I mean, I wouldn't start from the beginning, but I mean, yeah. 979 chapters. That's a lot. That's a lot of chapters. A lot of chapters. I mean, personally, what I'd say right now, you could do it. I mean, it was not impossible. Like, when I started, there was 700 chapters, I believe. Mm-hmm. Let me just check just to make sure what chapter I was really good at. Zoark. But I was in Dressrosa. Oh, man, when I say that, that's awful. Dressrosa arc manga? Let me see. So, okay, there's like either 700 to 800 chapters. 700... 700 to 800 chapters when I was around there when I started. Okay. They were in Dress Rosa arc. So you were only like I think an arc or two arcs behind because there was Big Mom arc before Wano. It's not impossible to catch up. I mean I caught up in like what took like about a month or two. Okay. But like it definitely was an experience. <laughs> will say i wouldn't say like jump right into the manga i think you're better off again 
jump. I mean, the manga is super good. I cannot complain. But the anime just does so much things. I mean, watch that one thing I showed you, like the episode of like East Blue or whatever. Get mm-hmm. yourself somewhat familiarized with that. And then I guess you can skim the manga early on. And like try to read, like there's like a couple chapters that they skip in there. But I mean, skim until you see Buggy. Read the Buggy chapters. Skim again. Until you see more Buggy chapters. And then continue until like wherever we, episode of East Boot ends on. And then just read from there. Is there one piece abridged? There probably is, but it's not that good. I'm not going to lie oh. about it. It's not as big as like Dragon Ball Z Bridge. Naruto Bridge was decent, and I I made fun of it for the time being. Yu Gi Oh Bridge is like super good. Oh, it's so good, dude! I never finished it, but but like I I think Yu and Yu Gi Oh got that bridge down on control. They definitely got them right in their sights where they want them to be. Mm-hmm. Naruto Bridge was funny for a couple episodes. It was like it, it definitely made fun of the fact that like Sasuke's first kiss was Naruto, and Naruto's yeah. first kiss was Sasuke. <laughs> highly emphasized fact also that uh that naruto's a heavy smoker is like hey guys my name is naruto (laughs) he's like he's like sounds like he lost his voice like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. he's like i "I just smoked a pack this is what it's like to be naruto have you watched any boruto no do you have any plans to no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) no I, there's a lot of good meme potential from what I've seen from Boruto, but it's not worth my time investing it into. Mm. Like like Boruto memes now. So uh, another show I've been watching is uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it. But it's called Be the Beginning. They hit me with it. It's uh so it's basically it's uh about a d- a dude, and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> No, it's about, uh, so there's some crime happening, some murders, some very gruesome stuff by this, this dude named Killer B, or that's like his, like, uh, that's a Naruto reference. It is. Yeah. I, I, I remember seeing that and being like, I've heard that somewhere and yeah, it was Naruto. So it's, I don't know if that's just a coincidence, but. Or you're all these killer. Ah, uh, maybe you got those murder hornets. <laughs> Um, where are they from again? I forget what the murder hornets was flying in from. Uh, I don't know, like South America or something. I don't know. South American murder hornets are coming to you. And uh, yeah, and it, I don't know. It's just like a crime psychological thriller type thing. There's this. There's a police force who's like trying to figure it out what's going on. They're useless. There's this other crime party of these people who all they all look like Joker. They all got like painted faces. They're like a whole crime organization. We don't know what's going on with them. Uh, Killer B apparently is some like magical demon creature or something. So he's like a whole thing. And then uh, we got this dude named Keith. It's a great name. And he's basically like Sherlock Holmes. He's got everything in his head. He uh, he figures everything out super smart. Sees the details and things that norm- the normal detectives don't see. So he's and, Conan, uh, dude. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really good, you know, having trying to see how all, all of these things uh, connect. You know, Killer B, you start going a little further on, he starts getting humanized a little bit. Go, oh, man, maybe he's not that bad. The other crime party seems to be using Killer B, 
like uh framing him for some for for some of these things not all of them but you know maybe some of them and then keith has some from like episode one you see that keith has a weird backstory connection to killer b but like you know we we see what it is over time uh you know something to his wife or something his wife's dead i don't know yeah it is cool it's a show that i never thought i'd like because i don't really like uh like horror i mean it's not really horror but it's like horror and like thriller and stuff like that you would love durara yeah i, I saw the first episode I keep thinking about Durara maybe one of the examples of an anime that like upon your first dose of Durara you're like this is cool you watch season one you're like that's neat and then Durara season one is just a prequel for what's happening in season two season two is like three arcs long I think they split that into like three separate seasons mm-hmm. for no it's like one of those long ridiculous shows it's like 72 episodes I think each of them is like 24 it's either you know, draw 24 or draw 12 it's either 36 or 72 episodes is that the show with the with the motorcycle guy doing motorcycle with the helmet or is that something else? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I remember from the first episode. And then that also like really big dude. Yeah. I remember him too. He's cool. Isaiah, dude? Yeah, man. Well, no, Isaiah's not him. It's uh, someone else. The name evades me right now. So I, so, so I was thinking about these yesterday, right? Because I'm starting to... Uh, try to do something similar to what you're doing is kind of burn through some of your your like plan to watch anime right of course. That, that was the plan um are you the one that told me that uh what's the show Ooh, i don't remember it now what's the show with the people the 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 kid who gets like attacked or something and then he starts to like want to eat humans but he doesn't want to eat humans and then he also has that like eye the like black and red eye you know what I'm talking about and and there's like multiple seasons and I remember you telling me after season oh, one, Tokyo Ghoul got it Tokyo Ghoul Tokyo Ghoul yes 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 yes, yes. I was like what are you that? talking about I was like yikes dude that, was, that got me for a spook right there do you understand how yeah I, I got there though yeah I understand how you got there Yes, yes, I understand how you got okay. there. I, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, dude, with like a black guy. I'm like, well, there's only so many it could be. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was going through my head of like things I'm remembering and it was all hitting me like flashes of... <laughs> yeah. Are you going to me that after season one, it's like not good? You shouldn't even bother? Personal opinion right here. Okay, season two of the show derails completely because it was still being made while the manga was being written. Okay. So it derails yeah. completely of what the original trans story is going to happen. And then re it continues from where the manga was happening. So mm-hmm. if you want to enjoy it, just skip season two, finish the Tokyo Ghoul manga from where it ended off, and then just start watching re. I guess if you want to do that, if Tokyo you want Ghoul's... more of a pure anime experience, Tokyo Ghoul season one really good, really, really good, good, really good. I I think I hold it in attention that Tokyo Ghoul may I may say it may be considered I'll say edgy. Sure. By some people, you know, some people consider edgy. I think Tokyo Ghoul season one is still what I consider a good entry point for anime in general. It's just really well done, and it and it kind of ends on a cliffhanger, a really good one too. Yeah, it ends on a cliffhanger where like we know now that he doesn't care. Like he's lost. Like no, I won't say doesn't care. Like you're okay. Brief spoilers for Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, season one. <laughs> yeah, season one. 
if any, it's old though, but I mean, I respect people. Kaneki just doesn't care anymore. He got literally mentally damaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been pushed over the edge. Where it's like he's been trying to fight it this whole time, but now he's gotten to the point where he he just can't. You know, he he has he has to do something now. I, I think about that last episode a lot. I'm not gonna lie. That last episode comes up more often than you think it would when I'm thinking about what makes an anime good. Yeah. The last episode of Tokyo Ghoul season one comes up way more than I think it should. Where it's a nice transformative moment of a character. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what is Kaneki when you first see him? He's lonely. He only has one friend. Okay. Uh, he stays by him. Well, he's, he doesn't really socialize with anyone. Most seem reading by himself. You learn more about his family. He doesn't really have a family. You learn that like, his parents are deceased or whatever. Mm-hmm. He lives by himself. Again, his only person he really has is that one friend who literally is essentially, literally and figuratively, is the sunlight in his life. <laughs> yeah. In both senses. So when you get all this happening, his entire life has literally been flipped upside down in the case of a single night. Okay? You go through like a couple of weeks of experience with him being this way. He doesn't want to do it. He 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 is prideful in the matter that he doesn't want to like he accept this change. He he's still human at heart and human in mind. You lock him up with this other crazy guy, cutting off his limbs constantly every other couple seconds of the day, draining him of his blood, torturing him like destroying his brain and everything waiting for it psychologically messing with him he breaks <laughs> as you expect <laughs> yeah he breaks and then he takes what was broken and then goes full over the edge <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he has nothing to lose <laughs> yeah he gets like infinitely stronger uh, uh because of that you know Unlike other people, he doesn't fear anything. What does he have to fear? He who has nothing. There's yeah. nothing that you can do to stop him. Yeah, he's <laughs> nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just thinking about continuing that because I, I finished first season like I don't know, a couple years ago, probably at this point. <laughs> you can read the manga from where it ended up and continue from there. Mm. If you didn't, uh, the manga does have a really good art style. I highly recommend the manga. If anyone wants to know, Ishida Sui art style is ridiculously well done. And I think the Tokyo Ghoul Re manga as well ends it perfectly fine. Uh, I have a little complaint about the ending where it's a little bit of a montage type of ending, but it ends well that I can't complain. It's not a, it's not a bleach ending. I can complain about Fairy Tale where Fairy Tale ending was actually ended, but Fairy Tale had the not strong ending. I'm gonna bring those up constantly. I think a manga ending recently. Are you watching My Hero? No. No. I have not. I have not watched My Hero, but I know where it's at right now, or about where it's at. Okay. Those two may be my two of my favorite characters. Which two? Uh. For the constructions arc weird scene when they're, they're arriving for the festival mr okay. gentleman okay yeah, yeah and then the, the girl or whatever they may be two of my favorite characters yeah they're pretty cool i like the guy with uh the one hero that we saw the like bird guy 
got the wings. That's my favorite hero right there, Hawks. Yeah, he's cool. He's he's my favorite. His powers he, are crazy. He, it's really good. He he is really good. Yeah, he, I haven't read like in the past like forty or whatever chapters of my hero, but I think Hawks is still my favorite from what I've read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do like and what they've done with Endeavor too. I'm not sure if they're going into that with the anime. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're just they're just like he's like finally trying to start to turn into <laughs> the number one hero. You know, he's trying to take advice from All Might, taking advice from Hawks. He's just really trying to figure out what he should do to actually fill the spot that he's wanted to fill this whole time. Because mm-hmm. uh, so far, he's not really done a great job. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like he's obviously been a really good hero, like saving mm-hmm. people, but he's not really a face yet. You know, I, I think another very important thing that they they display in my hero, I will say, is showing that uh, the difference in Endeavor being the number one and then All Might being number one. All Might being perceived as number one is that he's unstoppable. He'll always be there to say that Endeavor being there is number one. You can see the difference is that Endeavor tries his best, right? But he's not, you know, as uh, I will say, he's not as readily as available as All Might was. All Might would always be there, you know, the iconic natural hero mm-hmm. saving the day. Endeavor, he may arrive a little bit late, Endeavor, but he's always trying as hard. He's always pushing them faster, taking them down harder. You know what I mean? A little more raw and gritty than All Might was. Yeah. But like that also shows that like the world also because there's no All Might, the villains are coming out more, more dangerous. Threats that you know All Might's not just like the he spotlight anymore, he can't do it. Endeavor now has to take a lot of what All Might was taking now. There's one less hero. One the strongest hero, gone, not in the field. Endeavor now has to take all that and put it on himself now. Mm-hmm. He's trying to clean up. Which it's 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 an, an impossible task. <laughs> you know, there's the, you know, there's no way he can just fill the shoes and you know, just keep going like nothing happened. It's like it's gonna be a different story. It's like Endeavor surpassed All Might. You know, it's like saying, you know, oh yeah, All Might's still around, but you know, he's just not number one. You know, but no, All Might's gone. He's not. He's not fighting anymore. What are you gonna say? There's one less hero on the streets, but they're trying to show that. You think All Might's gonna die? Maybe. Because like there was I'll... the whole thing with uh that dude, his like former uh sidekick. I don't remember his name. Uh, yeah. Who could like see the future or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he saw All Might dying, of course. But then, before he died, he like saw that like Midoriya changed his future, so maybe All Might's future will be changed too, and he's not going to die. Maybe he will. I don't know. We're talking about prophecies. I'm sorry. Go back on the One Piece track. Yeah, it hit me a bit. Anyone who knows One Piece, I guess, or is kind of caught up in like Mermaid Island arc knows that the prophecies that Luffy will destroy Fishman Island. Waiting for that to happen. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Luffy uh, will destroy you. an island. He will destroy Fishman Island. Waiting for how it's going to happen. It's in the box. You got a lot going here, dude. What does it say right here? It says, uh, We already did the the PlayStation All Stars, dude. We did, yep. Out of the four characters, I guess wrong. Who would you want most in PlayStation All Stars? Who want most in PlayStation? All- um, probably, probably Crash. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have as much of a connection to Spyro as other people do. 
Um, Gex. Gex would be a wild card. I, again, I only played like the the one Gex game. I think I played Gex two. Let me not lie about it. Yeah. Not even Gex one. I played more Spyro than I played Crash, even though I had both games or mm-hmm. all six, I guess. I didn't buy all six. I was gifted them by a family friend. I feel like Crash is just a huge misstep. Probably the biggest misstep because Crash was kind of their first time trying to get a mascot back in the PS1 days. Mm-hmm. Trying to have an actual... And, and, and he was a mascot for the PS1. I mean, I think mm-hmm. all three Crash games are three of the most like best-selling PS1 games. Uh, yeah, Crash. You know, Sonic had Sega, Sega had Sonic, and then yeah. then had Mario. Hmm. And Xbox didn't come later, and I guess theirs would probably be Master Chief. Well, now it is. I don't know. Yeah. Would they would they have any originally? Like, well, I guess Xbox would have Rare a little bit. They may have Banjo, but that's. Would they have Banjo? They didn't have Rare until 360. So 360 days. Yeah, that's when they bought them. It's like yeah, Xbox. The N64 generation was before the PS1 generation, wasn't it? Because mm-hmm. PS1... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Did you see the... Uh, they are like remastering all the, all the 3D Mario games and bringing them over to Switch? I did not see that. Are they yeah. actually? Yeah, N64, Sunshine... Uh, I think Galaxy, both Galaxy. I'm I'm pretty sure it's every 3D Mario except for uh, 3D Land, 3D World, or whatever. Because they already brought that over. Yeah. But yeah, that 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 was crazy news. Be like, wow! I'm, I think the most ironically, I'm the most excited for Sunshine because that's the only one that has not been remastered in more modern era yeah. or brought back. So it's like. People don't really like Sunshine as much. Sunshine, I I kind of hate to say it, but it was my first Mario game. Mm. Really? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Mine was Super Mario World. See, so, some ways that's a blessing, though, to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think there, there there's a bad mainline Mario game, though. I mean, like, define bad, really. I mean, in platformers, they may be I don't think like games are okay. So older Mario games, I'd say, may be a little bit harder, like technically, technicality-wise. Mm-hmm. Like two D games have their own complexity to them, uh, but they're they're not like again torturous hard as like what Mario Maker has right now. I think oh, modern yeah. Mario. Is definitely much more harder and complex than what older Mario games were, because they know how to push the limits just a bit more. They know what people are capable of now. I mean, I think the only like super hard one was probably the first Mario, but that's just because if you die, you start the whole game over. Like that was still in those days, mm-hmm. which sucks. <laughs> I think Chugga Conroy has a Let's Play of Super Mario Two, mm-hmm. and it's like an. I think he did like the entire like episode and it was like an hour or something. Really? He did the entire game and I was like, yep, that was it. Yeah. I mean, I think especially with like those older games, once you know the game, those games aren't mm-hmm. really long. 
they just sometimes feel long because again when you die you start over or you know that was that was their way to make uh things long and actually make it feel like a full experience of course of course because like when you're running through the first time there was no strategy guides and all that were like you know tough and if you did get them they were not really that helpful you saw to kind of play the game to find out yeah yeah it's definitely way easier with the internet where you just look stuff up like day one all the reviews go out and all the walkthroughs and stuff everyone's already binged the game for like half an hour the modders have come out the people who break the game are out telling you the net code telling you how yeah. to get all the secret goodies they're like hacking the game got all the stuff devastating have you played Link's Awakening? I have yes have you tried the like dungeon thing? oh I have not played the new Link's Awakening oh okay, okay. This. <laughs> this must be stressed I was just thinking about that because you said uh, Mario Maker I know people after Mario Maker people wanted like a, a Zelda Maker Maker on Dungeons and I guess they kind of have that in Link's Awakening. Yeah. I, get, I, I do rant on Link's Awakening saying that that game should not be $60, but it also should be $60. Yeah. Partially. It's it's an entirely claymation of an, of an original game. I think the game honestly should have been sold for 50 something. $50, I think. It shouldn't be 40. 40 is too much. Or 40 is too little. Because they did technically oh. redo the engine and everything. But everything was already there for the game. They just had to kind of just work on a new engine for it they already knew what it was going to be you know what i mean mm-hmm. they know what their end game is in mind fifty dollars been fine safe price i was watching a uh kind of funny they did a, a podcast about uh how much games should cost whole episode on that right mm-hmm. and they're kind of talking about what, what what you were just talking about with uh tropical freeze when tropical freeze came out on wii u it was fifty dollars when it when it re-released the remaster or whatever on switch it was sixty dollars so like how does nintendo get away with that you know charging us more money for a game that already exists and doesn't really have any changes it just looks better you know what i mean yeah i mean you can argue they can argue with free is that they added the dlc so you can top ten dollars off for that but like ten dollars off from funky kong and maybe a couple extra stages yeah It's not really, you know what I mean? Yeah, but and then they can, it's also a game that already yeah. existed. Like, it's an old game, mm-hmm. you know? And then you talk about, like, I don't know, like, kind of like Link's Awakening, where, where Link's Awakening was a, a, a handheld game. It, it was wasn't an older game. game. Yeah. Huh? Again, they can get away again, I think. Not, not charging the full price, but they could they could have got away with it. People would have bought more into it if it was 40 or $50. They yeah. did have to redo an engine for that from the ground up, and they did it all in Claymation, which looks really good honestly but 60 uh, is steel they're stealing people on that one Robin i think Link's awakening i think Link's awakening works more than probably other games would only because Link's awakening is probably is is one of the more obscure zelda games mm-hmm. you know like if they remade the first zelda and did it you know nice pretty graphics did a whole you know a whole thing right same thing they did with Link's awakening i think people would be way more upset if it was 60 dollars. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, we all know that game. If we're going to buy this new one, we've probably already played the first one, you know, 30 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't really change anything, if it just looks better, $60, that's crazy. 
you are correct. Link's Awakening does have its own niche that they did fill. Had a little bit of Easter eggs to Mario as well in there. It has the chain chomp literally in the game. A couple of Mario items. It's, it has some side questing available in there as well. More of it, some RPG elements. It definitely has some going for it. Like I just think it's crazy that like if you do a handheld game, because handheld games are usually cheaper. A handheld game came out and it was forty dollars when it first came out, and now you're remaking it and put it on another console for sixty. I think that's crazy. And then let me hit you with this one: that a uh, Spider-Man Crash came out, and I think they were thirty or forty dollars for Switch. Yeah, yeah, forty. And that's three games right there. Yeah, I know. And and I think that was like my biggest argument with Link's Awakening as well. Is that literally you can take the money you took to buy Link's Awakening, the $60 price, and buy like Crash or Spyro. And that's three games right there, fully remastered games, you know, nonetheless. They took time and effort to put into that. And it's like, yep, it's that's how much it is. It was like uh, Ratchet and Clank. They reimagined the first Ratchet and Clank for PS4, and it was $40. And that was really nice. They They could have sold it for 60 I mean, that game was a remaster but it was they actually did different stuff with it it wasn't just prettier graphics like did actually like change the story from like the ground up mm-hmm. but it was still like reminiscent of the first one so, so like that, you could look at that and say it's a brand new game well. what a little bit like the seven remake right there you could argue Seven remake took yeah, like yeah, what yeah. was there and just like tweaked it a bit i mean obviously that remake is like crazy to be fair though some, some remake made those changes because crisis square but i mean I mean, they Ooh, added so much it. stuff. They did add so much stuff. You know. But, again, it's because it's a cash how, grab. I didn't talk about how, like, the the original Final Fantasy VII is not a long game. Like, at all. It is three discs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, for... I don't know how much hours it is. Yeah, yeah. But, like, for uh, the remake to come out, and it's just one portion of it, and it's already like a 40 50 hour game just mm-hmm. this one chapter or whatever you know what i mean again one it's the first disc really so you got the first disc of final fantasy 7 that's what they did for the remake yeah i just think that's crazy and, and you can tell because someone doesn't die i wonder if they're going to change up like the ending and stuff they're going to change it a bit because they have to do stuff for crisis core Whatever they made Crisis Core, like how long ago that was, mm-hmm. and they added Zack and all the other nonsense with Sephiroth and Cloud, they have to start changing the story a bit. Like, you want me to tell you the truth? Like, Sephiroth really was not supposed to appear in the remake? If you, if you I'm not sure if you know about it. it wasn't supposed to appeal until, like, Disc 2 stuff started. They showed him early. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Crisis Core. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they just have to change stuff, you know? I think they're just taking the original one and being like, hey, what would the original game look like today if we were to like redo it with the same the same structure, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that I I think that Final Fantasy Seven remake is good because mm-hmm. they do try to change stuff. You know, you know, they do try to keep even people who played the original game like on their toes. You know? Yeah. Like, it's not like, just like a they're not doing it just because it makes the money. They have their own love and appreciation for the game there as well. Yeah. And they're showing it. But I'm I'm just a cynicist who's upset. But it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't really care about Final Fantasy. You know, I'm I'm never gonna play those games. 
maybe I'll try to play so, like some of the really old ones. But I tried playing like uh, ten and ten two. Got that little little package deal. I didn't really care about them. Yeah. I got bored after a few hours. I still stand by Dragon Quest Eleven. Maybe the entry level JRPG of what everyone's asking for. Thumbs up. Is that for Switch? It is for Switch. Actually, the Switch is the definitive edition. <laughs> it's Dragon Quest Eleven S definitive edition with extra ha- bonus content that was not released on PS4 or Steam. So the Switch version is the definitive way to play the game. <laughs> According to the developers of Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. Kafka Square Enix. Yeah. And an Octopath, you, you said you were feeling Octopath? Well, I mean, Bravely Second is dropping. Or Bravely Default 2, I say. Because Bravely Second was a sequel game to Bravely Default. I saw a lot of people upset about that. Bravely Default, the, the, the naming yeah. convention? Yeah. The naming convention is awful, yes. It's awful. Where I, I, remember, I remember watching some people react to it. And they were like, but there was already a Bravely Default 2. <laughs> like, it came out. I mean, it wasn't called Bravely Default 2, but we already had a second game. Okay, so like the the real lore is like that they're doing a Final Fantasy thing, which is really upsetting. So like, oh sure, yeah. So like, where each number is technically a different story in the universe, the franchise. Like yes, like Final Fantasy six is in the game, and Final Fantasy seven is not. Final Fantasy seven is not a, a sequel to Final Fantasy six. It just happens to be another Final Fantasy game. It's that's like the, that's that the convention where it comes from, which is just it's not even sometimes you know it's not even the same world sometimes. Let me hit you with that one. But then we got Kingdom Hearts, which just throws everything out the window. Kingdom Hearts is nonsense. Let's not. <laughs> the naming convention is simple. It's like, why is there so many numbers? Why is there 358 slash 2? Cannot tell you that. You can't tell me? Can't tell you why there's that much yeah, numbers. Did you play Kingdom Hearts 3? No, I have not. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I have not played it yet. I heard there's DLC <laughs> dropping. Have you seen this like, crazy later. bundle? There's like an insane bundle where it's literally like, I think it's called like all for one package or something. Mm-hmm. Where it's literally every Final Fantasy game, or not Final Fantasy, King, Kingdom Hearts game for like 60 bucks. Like it's just I mean, a, I got, a regular game. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, like I bought all the, I bought Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5, and 3 when it was on sale on Black Friday. So who am I to say? Yeah. I mean, that's fair if you want to get them all, you know? That, that was me. I got them all for sale. So. Hey. <laughs> Oh, that's definitely the time to do it. Yeah, so I mean, whatever they're selling for that is like I probably paid them maybe less than that for the full combo combo. Wombo combo. No, that's the naming convention for Bravely Default 2 because Final Fantasy was like every game's gonna be different. Bravely Default 2, they're like, well, this is the second one, and technically they're following that convention because they're Square Enix. Some nonsense. But that's are, why. Are there any Final Fantasy games on uh Nintendo Switch online? The little uh emulator. if there are, they're not the good ones, like six. Five. What what's six on? Six came out for SNES and Game Boy Advance. It might be on there. It's not on there. If it was, I may have already played it. <laughs> I am just saying, like if it was already on there, and it may have came out recently, but I mean the past couple okay. months and I did not know. But if it was on there before the past two months, I would have already known about it and probably played it all. Do you think that? Do you think that uh, Nintendo Switch doesn't or Nintendo doesn't care about their virtual console anymore? You know, because like especially with them 
doing this and them releasing all the Mario games as like a remaster instead of putting them on a virtual console esque thing. Yeah, you know, they're just like we don't care about this anymore. We're just gonna release them as games. The thing is that when they said when they said that for the 3D Mario though, it made sense because they're all like N64 and up. The right now for virtual console, they're trying to keep SNES and NES. They do keep adding games to that, but mm-hmm. but it seems like there's still some glaring omissions. You know what I mean? I think it may again be that they're not getting the, the like I look again, the Secrets of Mana OG trilogy for Secrets of Mana is on the mm-hmm. eShop. It's not on yeah. the it's not available on the virtual console. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the Trials of Mana, whatever, all that stuff, that's available on the eShop. You can get all those three OG games. They redid Trials of Mana. I don't I, I played the demo. I do not like it that much. Because it's not my style. I don't like, like the... It's, the fighting style's not the fighting the combat is not my style. Okay. For an RPG. It it plays more like an RPG than a JRPG. Uh but that's not the issue. The issue is that like that type of combat, the Sidious style combat, is not my taste. Played the Bravely Default 2 demo recently. I finished that. Bravely Default is like a weird synergy thing. Okay. Where, like, the demo doesn't really display it that much, but it gives you an idea of what synergies could be. Where what you do is you try to get people to do as much classes that you think would help them for your goal in mind. Because they have a job system. So you pick your main job, your secondary job, and then you have skills that some jobs can teach you, and you can equip those skills, and you have a certain amount of skills that you can have on a character. And as you go through the game, you can equip more skills. But at the beginning of the game, you're limited. I think you only get like three points or whatever. Three or like five points. And you can only dedicate skills to that amount. So like early on, you're very limited in what you have. But like the standard system in that, it's similar to what's going to be seen in Octopath, is that with except an Octopath, your classes are you, you each character already has a starting class in Octopath. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's their main class, and they can side off into one of the other characters, have them switch with them, and they can have like and that's your party combinations are gonna be an Octopath. And you're gonna hear me say Octopath, which is a test for Bravely Default 2. They tested it on like, Octopath. Yeah. They're just like testing out the like new systems or whatever on it. Mm-hmm. They were testing. Uh Except it wasn't really, they were doing a 2D animation style. It was also more like a muscle homage to like older 2D style games mm-hmm. at that time. But it was them testing the similar type of combat system that's what they're going to have in Bravely Default 2. So if you play the Octopath demo, you'll have an idea of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Where that combat system is going to be very similar to what you're going to be getting. Except with a mix of, of a, four party members running through that. With that. That's what it's going to be. It's about like customizing, creating like your perfect party in your head. Like I think in Bra- OG Brave Default, you have a team that I think that's like all black mages. Mm-hmm. And I think like for each black mage in the party, your damage goes up for each spell that's effective against the monster type. So you have like four black mages in the party. Like this is just a general idea. And then use a fire spell against something that's weak fire and it does it takes a bunch of damage. And you kill it in one turn. General idea, you can do stuff like that, so you can just form your team, kind of fluctuate like that, and that means you can have free weird wombo combos where people can essentially infinite cycle if you're good enough, 
at thinking about what you're doing. But I'm pretty sure they like to minimize that so they don't break the game as often. That's Final Fantasy Tactics. Tactics was crazy. Yeah, I heard that that's like a really good game. Tactics, there was a class called Arithmetician, which was based on like, they could do things on a certain number of turns. Mm. So if you had the Arithmetician do on every single turn, they could essentially kill everything if you wanted to. Or be like, every three turns, or every turn that ends in zero, do this. You know what I mean? Mm. The Arithmetician can do that. So like, on every turn that is an even number, you can do this skill. And that's what they would do. And sometimes, essentially, they could just board wipe everything. They could, like, on turn one, if you skill them off, like, maybe do 50 damage flat to everything. It's like every turn, everything would take 50 damage. Mm. Some nonsense like that. But they broke the game. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> what do you think of uh, E3 not happening? I'm actually excited. Yeah, Hogged yeah, out of my mind, dude. I'm excited for just everyone to just have their own, like, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> I think I heard Nintendo is actually not doing a Direct. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I heard. Oh, that's another thing. Did you see the video where they uh, unveiled Unreal 5? I have not seen the video for it. Un- I did not see the video for it, but I did hear that a uh, Unreal Engine Five supports Switch. Yeah, it does. But I didn't hear that Switch supports Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing. But Unreal Five looks crazy. Like it looks like this is you know some some next gen stuff. PS Five is dropping when next year? No, I gotta be this year. This year? Like late yeah. this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. PS5, Xbox Series X. Definitely going to be like October, November. Project Crimson. Or Project Crimson. Scarlet. Got it. Scarlet, yeah, Scarlet. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. Did you see the PS5 controller? The the DualSense? I didn't see it, but let me just look it up again because yeah. I'm the PS5. Very, uh, very divisive. I thought it looked cool. I think I'd like to see it in more more colors, you know? You know, is it bad to say I actually kind of vibe with this? Yeah, like I, I thought it's, I think it's fine. I think it's a step in the right direction, and an upgrade on on the on the most recent one. I actually like this controller a lot. I like it more than the PS4 controller. Why? Yeah, PS4 controller, good controller. Yeah, I like it more than the PS4 controller. Because like I like a controller that's more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like the PS4 controller is like a little more you know strict. I feel like I have to always grip it. You know, my when I use my Switch Pro controller, I can just like chill. It's yeah. A little more chill controller. This this feels this looks like it's more chill. Don't have the game as hard or as serious. I hope that it's heavier. I, I control with weight. The PS4 controller yeah. is really light. <laughs> it is, yeah. You chuck that across the room. Which is why I hoped that they would do an Elite controller. But they never did one. The same way that like Xbox has their Elite controller, it's like all metal and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So Ray, do you want to talk about uh, Tower of God and uh, sing yesterday for me? Oh boy, am I excited! 
Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about seeing yesterday for me before I forget actually about what that show's about. Okay, okay, okay. So, you may or may not have binged it all this morning. <laughs> I I actually was a, a, a human who watched it <laughs> week to week. Uh, what do you think about it so far? About like seven episodes in or so. Let me hit you with this one, right? How in the world is your life so interesting that literally every wrong possible person that come into your life just happens to come back to back to back to back? Yeah, I know. It's nuts, right? Every episode. It's like, yikes, dude. I will say, it takes the romance. Uh, the rom-com style, it does bring. More realistic and grounded. I do give it yeah. that. Every character is actually somewhat believable. Mm-hmm. And their actions are actually worth what they're saying. I say episode six may be the best episode I've seen. That guy had the most balls out of anyone there and did everything like he was supposed to do before dipping. Mm-hmm. He came in one episode. This is what it is. I like you. Okay. I, I know you're going to do like deny me. Let me go do my job over in overseas. I'm done. Yeah. He went in. He walked out. Took him only a couple weeks. <laughs> he also got first place in the in the contest. The photography yeah, contest. Again, or whatever. he's savvy because he, he's good. He's nice. He's, he's a working man. He knows what he wants. He did it real quick. <laughs> In and out like a flash, dude. Uh, every other character acts, what I would say, respectable in their certain scenarios. Nothing surprises me about how they act at all. Mm-hmm. Like, main character, Quinn, uh, doesn't want to hurt man? anyone's feelings. Yep. He, he therefore acts in a way that is trying to save everyone and is willing to try to keep everything correct. That's his decision. Uh, whatever we got, Haru is a weird crow girl who, yeah, just still trying to find her way in life, hasn't truly really found it yet. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any one of them have found their actual, except maybe oh, the yeah, teacher. Course, yeah. She's she's the only one who's actually found something, but she's still trying to make do find something else. You know what I mean? Everyone else, talk about uh, Shinako. The, Shina, the one that, and Ro ha- yeah. have an idea of what they want to do. They they know where they're going. You know what I mean? Like Shinako and Ro, they know what they want. They 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 they're like Ro is like, Ro probably knows what he wants the most. Yeah, he, he's like I want Shinako and I want to be good at art. He know he he's got everything planned for him. So he's good. He's all set. Haru is just like your boy Oizumi. 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 Okay. Yeah. Just like him. They both don't have any idea what they're going to do. They're just wandering right now, taking the flow. And they have two different ways of looking at it. She's little less mature than Uozumi. Uozumi yeah. kind of accepts everything the way it is right now and is like floating towards trying to right now, at least in the story, he's working on his way to to getting where he wants to be. Yeah, I mean, uh one of the best things about I think the most recent episode was him finally like getting that job yeah and then one of my favorite scenes of the episode was him talking to haru when mm-hmm. they're at like the, the like diner or whatever and he just seems so passionate about this new job something that we haven't seen in him before, as, as of yet because uh, yeah exactly like you said he's just kind of wandering around you know he dropped out of school he mm-hmm. kind of takes pictures here and there but now he finally has this and then you see him talking to haru about it and you see how happy she is because she probably feels very, very, you know, she has a lot of joy seeing him so happy. You know, it's actually finally... weirder to mention that he did not drop out of school. He graduated and he just didn't want to do anything. 
Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. That actually makes it like he he's just didn't feel happy. Yeah, so he yeah, just he, he he graduated and then he didn't know what to do with, with mm-hmm. his life, which is why he works at a at a convenience store, mm-hmm. you know. Which is like he could have so much things that he could potentially do, but he just doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. He just stopped. Dude, so when so when his when his ex came up mm-hmm. and she was like, "Man, I need help," she stayed for way too long. I will say though, that was again. She she also did her one and done, which I was happy with. Yeah, but her her one and done happened over like a couple uh, weeks. They both took a couple weeks. I mean, like at least I will say like my man, whatever his name is, Minato or Hinato. Yeah, yeah. He took he took at least a week, maybe more than that, but it was more than a week tops. Okay. But I don't know if he took if he spawned into two weeks, but he took at least a week because he, he he went to that shop a little too much. You did, yeah, you did yeah. do that. Again, at least a week he's been in that shop, I, I can say. But her, she's been there yet. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. More time than he's been in. But she also was a one and done, though. She was, I will say she was respectful of him. Yeah. She didn't really do anything to him. It was, it was, the, the, it's that she created tension just by being there, is what happened. Yeah. Her existence is what created tension. But she, she admitted, though, she, she's just freeloading off him. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. she she came clean right away to uh to uh Shinako where she was just like, "Hey, we're not together. We're you know, I'm just I'm just living here. He's helping me out." Also like I'll say that Shinako's also pretty dense to not to realize like why was she upset? It's pretty clear why you're upset. You just you like him, but you just can't admit it. <laughs> yeah. She's it's like it's the little anime density that you got going on there. Mm. It's like why were you upset when you saw her at his house? You think about that for a moment. Let's sink in. I mean, if it was Haru, way. she would have been okay, you know. But Haru I mean, was with her, you know. We, we had the moment of uh, him agreeing to go to the movies with Haru, mm-hmm. and Haru was there for like hours. Yeah, and he, and no. yeah, and like if it wasn't his fault, I mean, he he uh, overslept or whatever. But then when he explained to her, "Hey, this is what happened," he just said, "Hey, I was with Shinako taking care of her." And she came, and she came back with kind of what you just said, where she was like, "Do you not understand why? Maybe you should have lied to me there, and not told mm-hmm. me that you were with her because mm-hmm. of my feelings towards you." And it was, it was kind of the same thing. A little bit of that density, you know, a little anime density that happens, yeah. little characters. But to be fair, though, I will say his character is a truthful character. He doesn't lie. He tells you exactly how it's going. You know yeah, what I that's mean? True. That's his character. He's not going to tell Haru. You know, listen, this is what he's going to tell me straight where. Like he, he's never said anything bad or wrong. He's always been trying to keep everything as even as possible and as honest as possible. That's just how he's been displayed so far. I can vibe with that. And that's also been his downfall in a few different <laughs> moments. Like you were talking of, you know, how could he not know why that made you not go upset? It's because he, he didn't do something to cater to her feelings. <laughs> he just told her the truth. He just told Howard the truth. He just told, you know, he's just playing it straight with everyone. Where, you know, obviously as a human, you maybe shouldn't do that all the time. Ro is a bit of an angsty boy. I mean, yeah, yeah, a little bit. He's like, why can't you not see me for me and not see my brother instead? Mm-hmm. Ro is that one guy who goes up to be the school shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it last episode? Yeah. Where he like wanted to go to like 
dinner or something with mm-hmm. with that one girl and she was like no i just i have work to do and then and that's when he exploded i was like hey, why why can't you just like me why can't you just you know do something with me for a change didn't happen of course but and shidako said something pretty like interesting that like i always wish that like Wozumi was pushy i wish that you were more i wish that you were as pushy as a bro is what she said to him yeah and like she basically confronted the main character like you're too passive you let everything slide by you you let everyone push you around and let you know this is like you don't stand up for what you actually want yeah yeah he doesn't really make a whole lot of moves he just (laughs) kind of lets things happen around him which obviously hasn't been successful so far (laughs) i mean the only thing that's changed you know uh made any big changes in his life from episode one was now he has this job as a photographer has the potential to carry him someplace so mm-hmm. we'll see where that goes with him i mean interesting haru has some interesting concepts to go on we don't know much about her right now her and her mother seem to be on good terms her mother seems to be actually okay with her doing her own thing yep because yeah, she's the one who dropped out of school <laughs> yeah I want to learn why why there's that crow there. You know why 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 is that always happening? The crow's a cool vibe, dude. I'm not gonna lie, it's a cool it vibe. It is cool. Yeah. Like just just like like she's weird, yeah, but she's pretty cool though. You have a crow, come on. Yeah. And it just lands on you, like okay, like come up, Itachi. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, she not goes in that weird state of character where like she's in grief. And doesn't want to move, and I can't tell her to like. You no, none of the characters can tell her to move on, because like, what are you doing? You're doing the wrong thing if you're telling her to move on. It's like just you. You just actually have to just the entire show. I think pivots on Shinako at this point. Yeah, because like her when she finally moves on is the entire pivot point of the show. It's all bending on her and her decision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of the catalyst for a lot of stuff that's happened so far. And yeah, for her to finally, you know, when she had that interaction with, uh, I don't remember who she talked to. Was it, was it Ro who, who she talked to? Who like, she was like, oh, I, f- I finally understand your feelings and how, how I should, you know, be more, uh, be more. Uh, Selfish. Uh, yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like choosing or whatever. No, it was it was Umi. She's having a conversation with. Okay. Yeah, with her, with her, hopefully, like keeping that that like realization and her. I don't know her her finally being an actual person and not always trying to like sidestep everything. You know, does that be good for her and actually move everyone's character along? What I will have to say, though, as well, is not only is she the catalyst for the characters, or like the reason of possible change, but I feel like this show can go so many places, like ridiculously quick. Yeah. Again, I keep I keep thinking back onto something that seems normal, and maybe not be normal. So, like like school days, this show could have a flip like school days, dude. And I would I wouldn't be surprised at all if at any point like Haru just straight up murdered someone. Yeah, that would. <laughs> or like Haru or Ro just straight up murders Rice or someone. I would not be in any way surprised. Specifically, Ro. I would not be surprised if Ro did it at any point. 
Yeah, he's he's not having good luck. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I could see that. If this can go in a very dark direction if it wanted to, and I would not be surprised at all. It's actually kind of scary. Because right now we're just going through. We're just flowing. Just flowing. Mm-hmm. But then emotions start getting into the mix, and then this is what happens. The characters yeah. flow with that. That's the dangerous thing that you're going right now. Mm-hmm. Any rom-com really could potentially go in that pseudo kind of weird realistic route where it's like, okay, well, then I'm going to slash your tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could but do. They that. don't have cars though, so. Uh, they, yeah, it doesn't matter. They have like scooters like, or something, right? They slash the scooter tires, dude. Yeah. Put like salt in her engine or sugar. There you go. Is that a thing? Yeah, people put sugar in like people's engines, right? Is that I don't know. It's like stall it. Sure, yeah. I imagine you could put other stuff in there. Like a rat. Put the crow. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I figured it out. <laughs> Cracked the code. Shinako's gonna murder the crow and shove it in her scooter. That's crazy. She gets jealous of Haru. Oh no. Do you think that she's gonna go back to to uh Uzumi? Yeah, the biggest plot is when Shinako commits suicide. So she can yeah. be with Yukun. That would be nuts. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. What do you mean? That, that's like straight out of left field, dude. I'm telling you. Big plot twist. Shinako dies so she can be with Yukun. Ro also offs himself because he doesn't know what to do with himself. His life yeah. is just a disappointment. Haru and Uozumi just have to live with that. that. They may have caused that death on themselves, but they don't know for certain. And then we have the, the, the other dude that works at the, at the convenience store. Yeah, and then he gets with the, the, the freeloader, and that's all. That's a happy ending. Yeah. Except for Ro. Yeah. Ro, I think, will always be the most upset no matter what happens. I mean, it's just... If any bad ending happens to Ro, I can just already see it happen. Mm-hmm. It hurts. But you see, that that's what they want you to think, though. They want you to think Ro would be the aggressive one, when in actuality, Ro is so grounded, he wouldn't do nothing. Because unlike everyone else, he tells everyone exactly how it is. How he yeah, sees he it. Yeah. He tells everyone exactly how he feels and everything. Bro would not be the one to blow up. Gotta watch that Uozumi character. <laughs> you gotta watch him. You might slash gotta watch tires. Him, him, Haru, and Shinako. They're the ones who are gonna blow up and do something if anything happens. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you think of Tower of God so far? What do you think of Tower of God so far? What do I think of Tower of God? I gotta hit you with that one because I, I read the manhwa, so... Oh okay okay, um, I think it's great. I think it might be the best thing that's airing this season, aside from sequels because I don't I don't count that. Um, okay. I think that the whole backstory of of Bam and like him with Rachel. The one thing I was thinking about the other day, right, is how so Rachel left him to go climb the tower, right? Correct. So, how long ago was that? Okay, so time moves differently in the tower. I will okay, say. because it's not like a straight time hop or whatever. Because now they're they're just at the same level. Yeah, they're like with each other. When yeah, there were supposed to be them. two different tests, uh, but you can assume that Rachel's test was like different than what Bob had to do to get into the tower. Okay, because I was. But they both was... had to go through head on though, or heat on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
I, isn't that Coon is really cool? Of course. He's uh he he has this whole backstory that like we know a little bit about it, but it seems like he's like known in the tower. Like those like higher ups know a little bit too much about him. They know his name. They're like, oh yeah, of course Coon got here, or he would think that, or whatever. So his whole fan, his whole backstory with his family. Once we actually see it like fully realized, oh, yeah, the the Kun family is going to be a very interesting concept. Uh, yeah. Getting into later uh, seasons or arcs of the show, the Kun family is very nice to touch on. Him like having his his little briefcase that duplicates things. I, I thought that was really cool. Um, I think the whole uh, there's like two kind of huge. Uh, just like in universe things that they introduced i don't know how far they're going to expand on them but there's the whole multiple like swords that uh like anaka i think that's her name something like that oh anak yeah yeah, yeah anak she she's like trying to collect them or something because she wants yeah so the like the 13 and... month series yeah which is and, weird uh, you're like there's 12 months dude what's the 13th month oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's the the uh, leap month yeah, that makes it all. You know, um, so I don't know how far they're going to explore that, or if it's just like a little part of her character. But that'd be really cool if we get to see all thirteen and mm-hmm. you know see who has them and stuff like that. And then the the other thing is the whole princess thing, which also she's tied to. Uh, but yeah, with their whole relationship between her and the other princess, I don't remember her name. Uh, and Dorsey. And yeah, and uh, she's like, "Oh, you're fake," and she's like, "Oh no, you're fake too." And because uh, no one's a real yeah. princess of jihad, jihad has no heirs. Yeah, yeah, they kind of explain that where they weren't like real; they like almost weren't real people. Jihad has no heirs, so they yeah. they already explained it in the anime. Yeah, he has yeah. no children to yeah. like give make a princess to. So mm-hmm. what he does, he picks these girls who are really strong and have power, and then says, "Do you want a piece of my power?" Yeah, and then he makes them princesses. Uh. The newest episode that I just watched today, I think it came nice. out a couple days ago. Nice. Um, with Kuhn basically playing his entire team, his entire team, quote unquote, because, and then the higher ups, uh, the one was like, why would he do that? That's crazy. His team lost. And the other one being like, no, no, no. Team A isn't his team. His real team is these people. And he, we see the sheet that had all the friends mm-hmm. on it. So, like, that's like the real team. And, and that's why. He he doesn't care if Team A wins. He cares if these people on Team A and these other people on Team B win, <laughs> which I thought was crazy. Because yeah, so, yeah, again, going back to Kuhn, he's just on a whole nother level with this whole tower oh, yeah. thing. <laughs> There's like a, definitely a good amount that they've done in like fleshing out the systems. They haven't done it well. Like the anime can touch on it a little bit, mm-hmm. but you have an idea of like what the different things are right now and how it's going to be progressing. Yeah. Uh, this anime is going to end at the end of season one in the manga, or the manhwa, I should say, the webtoon. Mm-hmm. And I think it will leave people with more questions as well as wanting more. Is what I think the season is going to end on mm-hmm. the thirteen episode season. And I recently learned that thing yesterday for me is eighteen episodes. Are you kidding me? It's eighteen. Eighteen. No, it's not. Where'd you see that? I mean, look it up. It's 18 episodes. I thought it was 13. No, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. 
I could have sworn it was 13. That's weird. But yeah. A- 18 episode season. That's weird. Yeah. It's season and a half right there. That's a lot. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else. What okay. else Who's your favorite character right now in Tower of God? Oh, my favorite character? Uh, probably Kuhn is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then Anak. Yeah. Those, those, are, too strong. I, I like those are too strong characters. Yeah, I like them. I can't, I can't really complain. I, I, I can't speak of anyone, really. That I... Who is your least liked character? Oh, man. Yeah, right um, hmm. Probably... Who's that one girl? Uh, she got, like, long, blonde hair. I think she has, like, a spike on her head, maybe. The horn? Maybe, yeah. The red horn? Was like always with the sleeping guy. Yes. Oh. Okay, okay. So, if if she is indeed the one I'm talking about, I just don't. I I just think it's weird, and I feel like they're like telegraphing something a little too much because every time we cut to her character, she's she's always like reacting to a conversation, like she has this crazy backstory to her as to why she hates everyone here. And wants to, like, uh, when she interacted with Bam, and she was like, "Oh no, I can't do like like they're trying to make like the water orbs and like shoot them mm-hmm. at stuff," and uh, she's like, "Oh no, I can't do this, whatever." And then Bam did it, and it was crazy good. And she just had that look towards him of like, "Oh, why? Is, how did he do it?" What? And she just kind of has that look towards every character, even the even the other princess, the like short haired, uh, brown haired princess. Yeah. Like every time she looks at someone, it's always with like resentment and it's like I guess even in the latest episode you can kind yeah, of see like, she's like she's like i'm pretty sure ho's a guy but i'm not certain i may oh, be maybe, wrong i don't know i may yeah. be wrong but like i may be wrong ho may be a girl but if ho is not a girl it's a guy but yeah. or maybe ho is ho could be yeah i just okay. i don't know Late, latest episode that, that conversation she had with basic girl yeah <laughs> mm-hmm the 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 the, the slap in for would be a normal girl i guess in theory yeah it was yeah, like sure. it's like oh no you like she like ho is definitely willing to like ice people at this point yeah mm-hmm. oh okay mm-hmm. very end of the episode yeah the 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 princess she took out some of her own team yeah and then she oh, was yeah. like ah all according to my plan or something and then it ended mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why she did that. Like, maybe she's on the same time that Kuhn is, where she has her own team that she's worrying about. Maybe she's on Kuhn's team. I don't know. Uh, well, she she is on Kuhn's team, yeah. Oh yeah, because they like made friends with her and stuff. That's yeah. Yeah, but but um, like this is not what Kuhn was planning for. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> so like, real quick, I'll tell you Kuhn's plan because it should be obvious. Make Team A lose to make Team B win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have select members that he bargained for in Team A pass as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what uh, that's what the higher up people were were, were, were kind of mm-hmm. getting at. However, I'm I'm pretty sure you may have noticed by now, but like other people who are intelligent enough may have already found that out that you don't have to win to pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm. I mean, that was the whole thing with the uh, with the sleeping guy. Where it was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he he's gonna pass even if we lose. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what the criteria are for that. I don't know if it's like based on your class, what you do, or, or maybe it's all arbitrary and 
these tests don't matter. I don't know. It's like Kun was saying that out of context because he already told him the plan. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And he was saying the same with Anak. Like Anak's gonna pass no matter what happens, mm-hmm. even if she is caught. Why? And he's like, Shibus is gonna pass even if he does do that, because mm-hmm. Kun's gonna vouch for them. Like pass me, you pass all these goons here. Yeah, we take you to the top. That's it. Take you to the top. Yeah, I wonder how. I uh, wonder how Team B is gonna do. Rashawn pointed out to me that the the voice actor for the sleeping guy is the same voice actor for uh, Joe Toro and Joe and JoJo's. Okay, and he's been uh, really fiending over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> also, to say that he also happens to be a cool character as well. So. Yeah, that sleeping guy is is probably up there for me. He's he's just sleeping all the time, but then when he comes out, he's like super powerful. You see, again, I have to I have to say, like, be me coming from the aspect of someone who's again, like, I'm on season three of the manhwa. I think season two is the best part of the manhwa, but that's just me saying that personally. Season three just started, but season two solidifies what happens in season one and then continues past it. Okay. Season one, you you you'll enjoy. Trust me. It's definitely one of those things that when you watch it, you're gonna be like, "This is it." But when it first came out, like how many years ago? Oh yeah. <laughs> like I think I read season one of the manhwa like four years ago, five years ago. Isn't that like a big deal that they made a an anime out of a webtoon? It is because uh they signed a bunch of stuff on out. They signed uh God of High School, which is gonna be decent. By decent I mean it's gonna be super mainstream. And I'm still gonna watch it, but I mean that's only because I it, I think that may be the best season of it, and I think it's gonna fall off after that. Because it starts becoming more Dragon Ball Z like and power scalings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Heading in that direction. But not to say it becomes bad at any point. It's just that's the type of show it becomes or what it will become in the future. Instead of having a standard fighting tournament, it starts going into power levels and rankings and all that. And then it becomes good, like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto-esque where you get god-level powers and it just goes on from there. That's what God of High School is going to be. They're doing Noblesse or Noblesse. I don't know how you pronounce that. That vampire show, Manwa. People are fans of that. I never really got into it, so I can't really vouch for it. But I mean, people were excited for that as well. Uh, but what that means now, with that, I think two or three years ago they released a Chinese anime as well. Mm-hmm. So like now, I'm gonna say right here, Japanimation. Quote me on this right now. Okay. Japanimation is what I will consider the future of a a model right now, where Japanese based animation styles are now going to become out of eastern countries so korea has got it with the manhwa right now chinese have their chinese comics uh is going to be circulating and to be popping out and anime is already becoming into the mainstream and it will be continuing to as it goes on in the next couple of years and this sure. is just pushing it forward yeah i mean anime is one of those things that i feel like now nowadays it's not like as much of a niche a niche <laughs> niche thing as it used to be, hmm. you know, it's, it's it's kind of just like, oh, you watch anime, okay, cool, you know, and, then, and yeah. I was gonna say with the webtoon now because like their user, you know, people make their own webtoons, all that stuff. 
you may expect in the future to see like webtoons that are not based in Japan to be animated as well by maybe Japanese animation studios cool. coming out. Like, I mean, like right now I can name like maybe Lore Olympus would be kind of dope to have his animation. Uh, and then maybe, you you know, Shen, you know, Shen always has his web comics on webtoons. He may have like some shorts or whatever. You never know it, if he gets like, you know, if he was offered money by webtoon by Crunchyroll to make a short series or whatever, they may do it. And again, it's just really weird. This is what we are right now. I mean, I mean we already have like anime inspired stuff in the West. So like for them to do not like strictly uh, Japan, you know, stuff for, for anime going forward, it, it, w- it wouldn't be like the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like at this point, it may just end up becoming like a- animation at this point. Yeah. It, just anime just gets thrown out the window. What is the concept of an anime really? And then you just be like, well, it was breaking down. And this this is where anime is breaking down now. What is anime? Well, that definition is going to change now. Yeah, we're in the era of the defining moment. I mean, I think that like same thing happens for a lot of music genres. I think at, at the beginning, when a genre is created or, or or realized, you know, over time, there's just so many different iterations, and then so many different like subgenres trying to be uh, labeled as the main genre. That at some point, as as time goes on, the the initial naming convention of this thing doesn't really matter as much anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. So same thing with anime, where it's like there's gonna be so many different countries, and like you know, there's already anime that happened that that came from the West, and people well, argue like, over if it's anime or not. A point at Radiant right now. Radiant is a anime inspired French production. Yeah, it, it, Radiant is a French manga written and made by people a french artist who has a love for anime and manga france is really weird that's obsessed with it i think we had this discussion already but radiant was animated by a japanese studio mm-hmm. and became anime but is radiant considered anime in the first place it was originally designed as a comic but then like was it based in japan well no but like he, he was definitely influenced by japanese styles and everything but he's making it and it feels and reads exactly like a manga. Are you going to complain that it's a manga or not? At, at this point, you're just saying, well, it's a French manga. And it's a French mm-hmm. anime. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you see things like Ping Pong the Animation or, like, Pingu. And is that anime? Mm-hmm. And then you're, like, considering yourself, is it, though? <laughs> yeah, I think as time goes on, it's just not going to matter anymore. Like, mm-hmm. even if shows aren't considered anime, it it's not going to have any, like, real... Uh, were like negative effects on the show, like oh well, no, this this technically isn't, but who cares, you know? Like Ruby as well. Let's bring up Ruby again. Yeah. Or like Ruby's probably one of the biggest examples. Or like you know? heck, remember when, when Shelter came out? There was a big controversy yeah. over Shelter. Yeah. Like the, is Shelter anime? Shelter <laughs> that was so good. When when Shelter came out, I think that was one of the biggest questions: Is Shelter an anime? In that. It's like no, it's a music video. No, if it's a project, it's an art style. Like, what is what is shelter? And it's turns out, I guess a lot of people agreed it, shelter is anime. I guess at this point, mm-hmm. if we're just gonna be lumping a bunch of stuff in, and this is the definition will change over time. It's been changing for the past years or so. It's gonna mm-hmm. continue to change because this is what we are right now. So, hey, and my favorite character in Tower of God was mentioned. Believe it or not. Okay. He was a Mazina. Mazino. 
only Describe got to see his back. What? We only got to see Describe his back. Okay. He's the, he's the, the tattooed back guy. Okay. They only showed him for like two seconds, his tattooed back. Lurek Mazina. Did you see, uh, do you remember the the one character who was trying to give Kuhn and Bam and uh, them, like, uh, advice on the, on the like, room test? You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Do, do, do you remember that character? Yeah, I remember that character. Yeah, he, he was weird. He was an odd person. And then, you, and, and then you find out that uh, the, 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 the tester in the room was, like, in on it. Mm-hmm. He told him to go out there and be like, oh, it happens every five minutes and you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. It's, it's all again, like, Tower of God has, like, this really weird thing where I'll say this. The world building and the concepts they try to show you, it does it plainly. And it tells you what, what they're looking for. And it does it so subtly. Yeah. It, like, slowly builds on itself. And you feel that you're becoming immersed in this world and that you get some more understanding of it every time. Like, let's go back and, like, hit this one real quick. So we know the concept of regulars at this point, right? Yep. So when Bomb is making his, uh, when he's contracting with the, with the contractor at this point to make his Shinsu, to control Shinsu, the thing he states is that this is a limiter for you. This will be holding you back. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because, like, very, again, only, I think, the people in charge of tests know. And maybe Quinn knows that Bomb is irregular. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, literally no one else knows. And that, that, that adds on to Ho's jealousy. Ho is like, this guy sucks. This guy, you know, what, what, what is he? Ho is like, this guy's a guy, you know, he does nothing. He just sits around here, you know what I mean? And he passes all these tests on, like, what appears to be luck. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, I see that. Ho cannot comprehend this, you know? The entire concept of Ho's, Ho's been trying so hard to try to at least do something. And then this kid right here comes up without trying, you know, like much. You can you look at him, you observe him every day. Doesn't seem to try. He can do stuff that you can't do. You know? And you can only wonder why. And it makes you upset. You're not as good. He's not, like, why are you not as good as this guy who's just like here? You know, you've been working so hard. I mean... He also doesn't know his backstory either. Yeah. You know, he's just he he just he's just forming that opinion on what he's seen. I mean, <laughs> n- no one knows what, what what Bam did before he started doing these tests. I mean, except for, you know, the people who have some some inkling as to who he was and where he came from. Well, we know and Rachel knows. <laughs> yeah. And then also the 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 one princess was like talking to Rachel and then they have some sort of relationship. And Dorsey? Yeah. Yeah, because she knows that Rachel's Rachel, right? Yeah. Well, and Dorsey was told by Rachel, don't tell him who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have we seen that, that other character, the one that was on Rachel's team, the like really big dude? He, he, was with, he, he was with Rock, dude. They were eating chocolate bars together. Oh, yeah, that was him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really cool, like like seeing Rock eat, eat all that stuff and then, and, and then see his new friend. Also eating them and like wanting them, you know. And it's pretty funny path. that like we'll say that that Brock passed unconditionally, you know, yeah. no contest. He passed. Yeah. Like he was, you know, Brock just passed, dude. What is it? He doesn't have to do a test. He's, he's just he's good. Just, just nice, dude. He passed. What a what a feat. 
there's also fun could go into Tower of God saying like the different systems they have. Like they have the lighthouses for the light bearers. It's yep. really dope. Mm-hmm. And couldn't be in like a Mr. Agent Man, a spy looking into everyone's history. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, couldn't the guy you have and he looks into everyone, he's like, Why is it that like in 2013, October uh 19th, you didn't pay your McDonald's bill? You just <laughs> grabbed everything and ran out the door. Like what a criminal. Yeah. You, you didn't even you just you didn't even get the water. You just filled it up with soda. Like you paid for water, dude. Criminal. Disgusted me. Or you didn't tip that lady back in July of 2016 after you went to the diner over on Fourth and Eighth Street. You're awful. Fourth and, you and Eighth Fourth and Eighth Street. Fourth and Eighth Street. Intersect. Intersect. Yeah. Really? Because okay. one, two, three, four, five, and then six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, okay, sure, sure, yeah. Nice save. <laughs> Fourth and Main, was that better? Sure, yeah, I guess. Fourth and Main? Good idea. Fourth, though, I don't know about that. Quinn just knows everything about everyone, and that's kind mm-hmm. of scary. In fact, I think everyone who works with Kun is is honestly happier knowing that he's on their side. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. It's like, can you imagine if he was against us, dude? We don't want that. No. I mean, he he outsmarted everyone in the in the like uh, King of the Hill type thing with yeah. the, with the crown. You know, no one knew what was going on. The moment where he where he uh, was like shaking his bag and all those <laughs> crowns were falling out, <laughs> like yo, this guy's crazy. <laughs> Kuhn, I think, has the most sauce out of anyone in the entirety of season one. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely that way so far. Does not care. It's great. These characters get appreciative. Uh, and then we got we see the girl who was in the tights who got her mask destroyed, and now she has an eye patch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's dope. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she's lurking right now, though. I mean. Yeah, a little bit. We have a lot of characters that are that are kind of doing that though. They're kind of they're kind of biding their time. We have that one dude who uh, who keeps talking about his like his like killer arts or whatever. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about Shibisu is that Shibisu is supposed to be another character who's supposed to be like this is the average person. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is what the yeah. average person would do. This is what it is. That's him. That's his character. This is the average person trying to climb the tower. So you can look to him and be like, well, that's what a normal person would do. Which is a great way to look at it. Yeah. You can have that person, like, compare against everyone. <laughs> it's a very intelligent way of doing it. It's like, listen, this guy is the average person. You lump him with everyone else to find out where all these other fiends are and what their power is. Mm-hmm. And he's not, like, an idiot by any means. Like, he's slightly intelligent, you know? Like he's, he's he's fit enough to do what he has to do to climb, but you know mm-hmm. nothing anything monstrous. He's definitely better and like than most people, and yeah, he's still the most average person there. Yeah, yeah, he just like he doesn't have a whole lot of opportunity, mm-hmm. you know. I think he just gets overshadowed by by everyone else. But that itself makes him the perfect gout, someone yeah. who can just be. 
average. Mm-hmm. And he's not super fast like the other guy who can go invisible, but I mean, you never know. He might eventually, you know, uh, show us his killer arts and kill someone. Maybe That'd one day. One day, dude. It actually turns out Shibuya is actually the main villain of the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling all the strings. He is, dude. It's a secret art. But yeah. And I think the last thing I have to really touch on is the fact that all rankers have climbed the tower. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I think the first ranker we see, I think he 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 talked about that. So every time we see one of those guys is sitting pretty, remember, these guys are just, they climbed it already. Yeah. They're sitting pretty because they already climbed it. <laughs> yeah, they all know exactly what everyone is going through. <laughs> which I think is really cool. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's all I really have to say on it. I can't really say much other than saying maybe next episode we'll see some more interesting development with Ho and maybe what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, I mean, next episode, I, I I imagine they're gonna finish the test, and then uh, probably probably some stuff will 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 come off of that. You know, Coon's plan hopefully will uh, go exactly the way he wants it to, or or it won't, and there'll be some more setbacks. And these uh, I don't know. See, the, the sad thing is that because like, this is the problem with being a model watcher, I know exactly how the season's gonna end. Yeah. so good it's it hurts me it hurts me because i know exactly where it's going it hurts me because it's so good it's like it's one of those tokyo ghoul things where like every time i think about it now and then and i'm like the, the ambition in having a moment so powerful so great yeah like tower of god is one of those great things i think season one is great season two is better but season two is a slow burn So you go season two, garbage. Never recommended. <laughs> if you want to, it's like it's like it, it had the right heart, you know. It's like your your heart was in the right place, but you just you ruined the story. It's not what they wanted. Right. The story was not supposed to be like this. It ain't like Dragon Ball Z Kai, dude. You don't like Dragon Ball Z Kai. Dragon Ball Z Kai is actually better than Dragon Ball Z. Oh. Because it cuts out all the filler. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good reason. <laughs> People like, were saying maybe there should like, be a Naruto or One Piece guy. Yeah, maybe. Sure. I don't know how that would work, but works better with Dragon Ball Z though, because Dragon Ball Z is like dense, dude. A little dense, a little less dense. L- less things to work with there. Less major arcs you gotta condense. Like how big's Naruto? Uh, like Maybe OG Naruto and Kai. OG, yeah, it's like two hundred episodes or something like that. And there's like not much fill in there. There's like barely any. Shippuden is when you really get the filler. Yeah, yeah. And One Piece, I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking about how much episodes <laughs> that is. A lot. a lot, dude. So, Ray, you have anything else? What? You have anything else about a uh, One Piece or <laughs> I don't know any anything else? 
Is that your watch? Yeah, it's my watch. I took it off because you know, I'm not really going to be looking at the time right now. Yeah. It, it could be any time right now. You you never know. Definitely not 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't have anything else. Uh, that, that seems like about it. We can either do random tangents. Anything else that you may want to talk about? I don't know. Anything interesting, anything fun, anything exciting? I want to. Uh, I want to end it off with this, Ray. Okay. Cool. This is it. Yeah. I want to uh, throw one last question at you, and. You don't have to put a lot of thought into it. Just uh, try give me your your uh, gut reactions, right? Okay. This is something I've already talked about before, but uh, I want to see what your answers would be. If you could pick three uh, Pixar movies, right? Mm-hmm. And they will, you know, be here and they're all good. You can watch them, have, have fun there. But all the other ones would get erased from time and history and memory and all that. And, you know, they would never get remade again. Nothing like that. You know, Pixar still exists. They're still going to make movies, all that, all that jazz. Which three would you choose to kind of, you know, be the legacy of, of Pixar. And then like those three would obviously be the three pillars for them making movies going forward. Big brain thing to say would be keep toy story. Okay. First one? You keep Toy Story 1 and then you hope on the leg to make Toy Story 2, 3, and 4. Okay. You hope on that legacy. I didn't I didn't think about that angle. Mm-hmm. Because Toy Story was not one of my three. You hope on the angle only because that right there, there's the potential to create Toy Story 2, 3, and 4, but not guaranteed. You're losing yeah. that from memory, but OG Toy Story, still iconic, still classic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slip in... Uh, it looks terrible, by the way. If you ever go back and watch the first Toy Story, it's really bad. It's more like a horror story, honestly. <laughs> Children. Yeah. Well, no, I mean the the like story is good, but like mm-hmm. the actual animation quality, oh. awful, awful. It's just like everyone's plastic. <laughs> it's not good. They definitely improved over the years. Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Toy Story yeah. 4, some of what I've seen. Toy Story 4 looks insane. With the like, hairs look. and like fabric and stuff like that. It's crazy. I gotta look through a list of Pixar movies again. Yeah. Pixar movies with two O's. Yep. Cows everywhere. Films. Films. There are 22 of them, I think. Toy Story is actually the first Pixar film. It, it is. Yeah. It's iconic. It is. 1995, I think. That was uh, <laughs> 10 years after I was born. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the fun answer to say that would be really stupid would be see Cars, Cars 2, and Cars no, 3. <laughs> no. <laughs> be the stupid answer. <laughs> if those were the three movies, I, I probably would hate... Just all of animation in general. Oh, but 
<laughs> that would be the fun answer to say. Uh, another know. fun answer to say would be Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, because then you get like a good trilogy. That'd, that'd be insane. Mm-hmm. I did, um, on my other podcast, right? I did mm-hmm. a topic, I think, last episode, uh, comparing Pixar and DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Kind of going through and, like, comparing them, like, both subjectively, like, my own opinion, but then also objectively with, like, numbers and stuff. Like, their box office and their Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. Cars 2 got a 39%. That is awful. By far <laughs> the worst. What about Pixar. Cars 3? Cars 3 did better. It got, like a like, a 70, I think. But 70 is also like bottom tier. Like, I think I did the math and 15 out of 22 Pixar films got at least a 90%. So for Cars 3 to get a 70, awful, terrible. Cars 1 got like a 75. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the Cars franchise, let me hear you this one. Cars 2 and Cars 3, I believe, should never have existed. I agree. Cars 3 may have been one of the funniest and worst movies I may have seen in my life. It's not good. It's funny because of how bad it is. And they were thinking it was a good idea, you can tell. Do you think that Cars as a franchise would be better or worse if Nicolas Cage voiced Lightning McQueen? Oh, that's, a hit. that's a hit right there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, it'd, be a, it'd be a solid 40% instead of 39 <laughs> Yeah, that brings it up a little bit, dude. I think Owen Wilson can play it fine. I mean, it's not a problem. Owen Wilson was fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the writing, honestly. That's really just weighing it down. Oh yeah, definitely. The cast is fine. They have a good cast. The writing that's really keeping them back. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say right here, Inside Out. Put Inside Out on my list. Inside Out, underrated Pixar film. Is it really underrated? I kind of overrated. Yeah. I think. No, I, I think it's under. I, I think when people talk about their their favorite Pixar films, I feel like Inside Out isn't usually mentioned. And you know what? Put Monsters University on there. That's a really controversial pick I'll pick right there. Monsters University. I'm going to say that the reason why I pick Monsters University and not like anything else really for that list right there, that third piece. Okay. It, it's an iconic movie because one, it, it doesn't show like a good, it shows like a kind of good like growing story, you know, a growth story. It does. It has yeah. that going for it. Two, it's unconventional because the ending of the film, they drop out. They're not successful. But then at the end of the story, in the credits, as you're watching, you see them finally hit that peak and they finally made it. I don't think they drop out. I th- I think they, they, they get kicked out. They kicked out. I think they get kicked out, yeah. They kicked, they're kicked out. But they finally make it, though, at the end. And you're like, okay, well, then they still worked hard for it and everything. It's very unconventional. I would never, you know, say it that, you know, it's it, it's different, is what I'll say. Yeah. And you don't need the original Monsters, Inc. to have context for that movie. I mean, yeah, it was a it was a prequel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it makes sense. Like it does agree. nod, you know. It's like, oh yeah, that's for this and this for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It keeps itself self-contained, which is good. Mm. And it's very, I, I think, I would say, argue, that, that's a very great on their part for making that. I'm trying to remember what. But that's my controversial three pick. That's not those, normal. Those are a very in, yeah. I think Inside Out and Toy Story have more merit to them, but I think Monster University is a controversial pick that I'm going to go with. Only because of what it brings, because of that. Potentially, to if it was to stay and like be an icon for film, I think it has enough there. I'm trying to remember what my 
with three that I was going to pick. I thought you had Cars, Cars 2, and Cars 3. Uh, I mean, you know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I might have had... I might have had Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, and The Incredibles. I think those might have been my three. I was going to put one of those down. I'm not going to lie to you. But I thought kind of big brain for a moment. (laughs) Yeah. It was like Monsters University is as big brain as it could possibly get for a choice. I thought that those three were three different stories, but three very compelling stories. I think that the most important part is just have really good stories that if those are the three that you're going to start off with, then you have a lot of stuff to go off of. It's really weird because I kind of like, I personally, I kind of associate them all with a central idea of what a family really is. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's most Pixar films, though. Where, like, yeah. even Cars touches on that. Like, yeah. why do you think he stays there? Because they're all his family now. Yeah. And, like, before yeah, that, he was, it was just himself. You know, give me, like, the most metal film of all time. From, like, what is Wally, dude? What is Wally? Wally, actually, I think breaks that guy. Know him? What is Wally? What is Wally? What is Wally, dude? Wally's kind of about family. I mean, him with him with Eve. But that's not like then... really like a family thing. Though. It's like it's more like it starts out of like a weird kind of robot love, but it doesn't yeah. end up becoming. It ends up becoming like oh, like this. The, the Wally shifts is the thing though. As it goes through, it shifts what's happening in the story. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he he does care about everyone by the end. Mm-hmm. Even like the humans who come back and they're like, "Hey, we should go back to Earth." You know, he he like helps them out. Yeah, I think I have to do a rewatch of Wally. I'm not even kidding. Just to understand what's happening. Have you ever seen The Good Dinosaur? I have not. I think we had this discussion already. Uh, the most boring Pixar film in existence. What's Rotten Tomatoes rating? Ah, uh, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like so it's like a 38 cars 2 is by far the worst <laughs> at like 39 i'd say 38 uh, on purpose because i mean yeah. well, nice like that go all right dreamworks movie name one that stands out to you shrek shrek yeah okay dreamworks shrek okay too. shrek kung fu panda yep how to train your dragon they are they're more modern 3D animated films. Sure. Pushed I mean, them up, kept them up. I mean Shrek I would. Shrek is like the least, I mean, but like Shrek, Shrek is, like is f- fifteen years ago. Iconic. Yeah. But remember Shrek also was the gulag. I mean, I don't want to say anything. Shrek was the gulag, dude. Uh, when DreamWorks I always think of a uh, Road to El Dorado, I think of Prince of Egypt. They come mm-hmm. to mind as well for me. Those more personal segments. When I was comparing them, I thought it was—I thought it was interesting that they also do like two D stuff, <laughs> which I thought was cool. Prince of Egypt and—I uh, just said it. Road to El Dorado, highly coveted, in personal opinion. Both those movies got like super low scores too. That's the weird thing, dude. Yeah. Like, Road to El Dorado is literally a meme. I don't know what to say. The entire movie, I think, if it was to be made now, if someone made Road to El Dorado now and released it, meme culture would take that movie right now, if it was released now. That movie would be so, so, it'd be like, wow, look at it. It's just a giant meme. It would still get low ratings, 
but it would be like the internet would flood. It would be like, this is our movie, guys. I don't think you understand. Every single scene could just be something else to talk about. Prince of Egypt. It's just beautiful. That's all I can say. One that was crazy to me was Madagascar, which I think is like one of their better, you know, films. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also got like a 30% or something. Which is crazy because it's like, such a good cast of characters, such good, like, actually things that they do and go through, and I don't know. I didn't know people didn't like that, which I thought people did, because there's two more. There's three more, actually, with the the penguins. But, like, Cars. Cars <laughs> was successful because it sold merchandise. That's the only reason Cars kept being made. Well, the thing about how big bank Cars is, man, you can sell toy cars, dude. Yeah. Can you imagine Disney wanting to sell toy cars and they're like, we finally can. I mean, we can get to the toy car world, dude. Yeah, I guess. They were like, Hot Wheels would be gone. We got cars. Kids are going to want to buy Hot Wheels. They're going to want to pick up a Lightning McQueen toy now. What about a Mater toy? They purposely gimped the Hot Wheels market right there in Matchbox in a single movie. Matchbox isn't really, you know. Matchbox here and they're better than ever. What about Tonka? Tonka trucks, dude. What are we talking about? Like Brave as well. We have our opinions. Brave sucks. Brave's one of the worst. Haven't seen Coco yet. Haven't seen Onward, but that Onward just came out. Let's be honest. I mean, forgive me. I got one for you. I got a question for you to end this on, Tyler. Okay. Uh, whose memories would you steal? Oh my. <laughs> Why is the question here? Real question. Why? <laughs> Why what? Was whose memories would you steal? Yeah. What was the basis behind yeah. this question? I don't know. To like learn stuff from them. What if you stole like Hitler's memories? You know how interesting that would be? Or steal like Abraham Lincoln's memories? Or like Leonardo da Vinci's memories? Okay, what I mean? happens if you could steal memories in general, dude? What happens if that was like your superpower? You could steal people's memories? I think that'd be good. I think that'd be good. Superpower. Learn from the past, use it to the future. You know, here's something that actually ended on because that sound just came out left field. <laughs> I was I was reading this list. I'm like, that was I just said that because it was why anyway. Something that actually ended on because we can actually talk about it. Okay. Percy Jackson, dude, getting the yeah. serial series that we can talk about this. This is something yeah. we we have heavy lore and we're deep in it, dude. It's kind of Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus we, show. We, we can talk about this. This is something we have experience yeah. with. Each season is going to be a book. Um, and yeah, Rick is like super involved in this one, which is cool. Was he not super involved in the movies? It makes me ask the question. Um, yeah. Or did I mean, they just guess, ignore him for the movies? I guess he, he must have just not had as much of a pull because he did make it a point this time to say, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be over everything. You know what I mean? 
they also said that they're going to cast like younger kids in the show to actually match what they would be in the in the books. So then when they're growing up and then filming other times, they can just go through that? Because, I mean, every book is another year. Yeah. It's a little bit like Harry Potter that way. Every book is just another year. It's another summer camp. I just can't wait until, like, the last couple of seasons <laughs> to, like, see how they do the, the like, labyrinth. is going to be really cool. The labyrinth will be dope. I, and I don't know why I said that every book's the next click. At, at least for Percy Jackson, it's a year, okay? Heroes Olympus is like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's like, this. This is all like a couple months, dude. It's like Heroes Olympus is jam packed. It's like all this happens in just a, mo- a couple months, dude. You got all this to work with. How many different series does he have in that universe? Percy Jackson, like five Heroes of Olympus, Kane Chronicles, uh, the Norse one that came out with the uh, Annabeth's cousin. Sure, yeah. Was there another one there? I thought there was more. Was there was there a fifth one that I'm not just getting now? I didn't. I don't know. I could have sworn there was more than that though. Rick. I think it's really cool how how he has all those uh, all of them in the same universe and they're playing off the same gods, just like different versions of them. He uses different storytelling for each one too, which is cool series if possible i don't think i ever finished the heroes of olympus series i think i read like the first two first two books i also read the first kane chronicles book i think that's the four within that series and then then the, the the norse one is like new isn't it that's his newest one yeah and he the norse one's funny because it's like it's annabeth's cousin i'll say that and like he meets up with Annabeth, and it's like, at least in like the in the middle or end of the book, he meets up with Annabeth, and like he pokes fun of like OG Percy Jackson, like he has like his own magical sword. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, can you transform to something like convenient, like a pen? He's like, I'm a magic sword. I do not transform into a pen. I am a sword. <laughs> that's like, that's cool. kind of funny. Yeah, a little yeah. funny there. It's a little fun. One, two, three. Yep, just those four. The fifth one is Trials of Apollo, but that's involved inside of the already. But Trials of Apollo is technically just going to be fitting in with the Greco-Roman mythology. Mm-hmm. So it's like... But yeah. I've been... uh, Since that announcement, I've been thinking about rereading the books. Just because I haven't read them in... I don't know, like six years or something. Of course, probably of course. more than that. It'd be cool to see if I actually like them. Do I look like Mad Eye Moody? Sure. Thumbnail material right here. <laughs> <laughs> Just that image, with no explanation, no. <laughs> <laughs> so like. I think I I keep saying uh, Heroes of Olympus is pretty good because he takes what you already know mm-hmm. and he doesn't like tell you any nonsense. He's like, this is the prophecy again. Y'all know the prophecies every time. It's just a long prophecy. We let it, you go. You just, just see what happens in Heroes of Olympus. 
and it pays dividends to people who did pay attention to the older books. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you probably wouldn't have to read the original ones, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, it definitely helps to have all this, like, backstory on the world and stuff. I mean, because, like, you know, you have Percy and Annabeth coming back, and then you're like, yeah. okay. And that obviously hits harder when you know who they are. And then Nico's back as well, and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. You're like, and then you're like, oh, this is where Nico was doing, this is where he was going to, this is what he was doing when he was doing his thing. Yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting. Book four, I keep saying, of Harris Olympus, I think is the best book, uh, House of Hades. Okay. I don't think I read that one. It's everything you could possibly want from Rick Riordan. Are there, are there five books in that one as well? Yeah. Yeah. King Chronicles is only three. Yeah, I remember seeing that. King Chronicles, King Chronicles books are like longer, aren't they? Yeah. Like thicker books. Yeah. But they're not bad. They're good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I read, uh, I read the first one. I thought it was good. Rick Riordan, I say, has a knack for creating these nice young adult slash, I guess, children novels, children mm-hmm. novels, because like mm-hmm. they're easy to understand. They're not that hard. Interesting stories, mythology is easy to work with for creating a world, and he bases it in reality and then expands upon it that way, so it's easier to make, do with. Yeah, it's just like a fun, <laughs> fun world. You know, you don't have to it's, think too you're much. You're getting reverse isekai, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Riordan's master right? of the reverse isekai. Isn't every book just an isekai? You're always inserting yourself. There yeah, we go. The book wouldn't happen if you weren't there. Books are just for people who want to play D&D, but they don't have friends. Or imaginations. Well, they have an imagination. That's why they write the book. But they just don't have friends to play it out with. So they just oh. come up with story. I thought you meant the, the the person reading the book. Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it works both ways, I guess. And then, I mean, every time we talk about books, like always, we're gonna bring it up. Darren Shan, dude, when are we gonna have you read Thin Executioner? Dude, I'll read it at some point. I don't, <laughs> I don't think when. that's true. I don't think that's true. No, I'll do it. It's better than Zombie in every single <laughs> grace of the word. If we make it a segment on here, then I'll have to. Right, right. <laughs> Recently, I read The Way of Kings. That book is long. I would never say, yo, segment The Way of Kings on here. Yeah. Because that long book is it. like thousand-something pages. Ah, uh, that's too much. It, it's an actual, like, thick boy book. Sure, yeah. You're hitting, you're hitting points. But it's just so good. But, I mean, but, like, there's already a bunch of pages about people praising that book or whatever. I mean, I can't really say much about it. People already got hyper in depth into it. Why? Real question: Why is the young adult books are like? No, no, scrap what I was going to say there. Why is the Artemis Fowl movie coming out now? Yeah, (laughs) that's weird. That would have been a banger 10 years ago. Yes, it would have. If Artemis Fowl movie came out 10 years ago, you bet I would have been in theaters for that. 10 years ago, Little Raymond taking Artemis Fowl and the Opal whatever's happening. Yep. I forget what the name of the book is. The Opal yeah. whatever. 
I would have walked up with that book. We've been like, this is this is the peak right here. Nothing gets better than this right here. Artemis Fowl, what a cool kid, dude. He was a, a, a spy thief genius kid living in a mythical, mythical, magical world. That's dope, dude. And he had like super cool butler. Saying, just saying, like Artemis Fowl really yeah. was like it was cool. It was ten years cool. ago. Who who's reading Artemis Fowl now? No one. <laughs> Literally no one. All all the copies are burned. <laughs> and the author went missing a few years ago, so we don't really know. We don't know what's going on. Ten years ago, that what else? Was, there was another thing that came out a while ago that would have been like, man, if that came out how many years ago? Popped. It would have would have created havoc. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You you'll remember it when you think of it though. Maybe, yeah. But you're not going to because it was that bad when it came out. Yeah. Harry Potter. Harry Potter came out at just the right time. That's the sad thing. Oh, okay, okay. Harry Potter came out at the peak of possibility. Some, some nonsense came out. Something that was like supposed to pop off. It was like a BFG and then what else came out? Uh, the the other. One. What was the one with Oprah? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember yeah. the name of it. If, again, if those two movies came out 10 years ago as well, oh, bah. A Wrinkle in Time. Yes. They, they could have popped more. A Wrinkle in Time. They're both older, but I mean, still, though. You're like looking back at it. Like, no one's reading those books now, you'd hope. You yeah. think? You no, wouldn't hope. Not. I, I still, in my heart of hearts, would be like, maybe if they created a Phantom Tollbooth movie. <laughs> Like I know there's already a Phantom Tollbooth movie that exists, but a modern day version, a rendition, mm. it could slap. Like remember yeah. Coraline? Coraline came out at its like peak as well. Oh yeah, definitely did. Yeah. A weird movie. So like I'm just saying, like so, sometimes you know, like it's a little bit of things just to push it in the direction that you could do it. There's a lot of things out there that could potentially be really good. Like what Lord of the Rings are they like, talking about? Oh, we're making Silmarillion stuff maybe. It's the words like Amazon. Yeah, 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 like an Amazon series. I mean, like, you know, no one's going to say no to it because, I mean, they're all crack the addicts. They're, they're all crack addicts. They're like, <laughs> yeah. They need their fix, dude. Yeah, especially after so long. And then after, like, the Hobbit movies weren't good. I can't even complain. The Hobbit movies were decent. They just expanded upon what was not supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't bad. It's just that to OG fans, they're like, what is this? You garbage. You added on stuff that wasn't in there. Tolkien would not have put this in there. You're unappreciable. You ruined it. You made it a different type of story. You absolutely took his work and tarnished it. That's, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. When you got stuff that big, that's just, you're going to have people like that. Same yeah. with Star Wars. I mean, I, I, I bash yeah. on Star Wars, though. Truly bash on Star Wars. Like, no one else would want to. I hate it. Star Wars 7 was so good. 7 was so good. It had so much going for it. 8 and 9 just bashed it down into the ground, killed it. 9 wasn't even that bad. It's just that I feel like 9, it went that way because 9 was, I argue 9 is partially bad as well, but for different reasons than it. Mm -hmm. 
and eight they both eight and nine have both good elements to it, but they also both have bad elements. And I don't know what the point of having them in the movies are. It's just two different directors trying to figure out what they're doing with this franchise. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of unfortunate when you have too many people, too many people trying to take the lead. You know, and seven is so good. Seven was like, yes, yes. What was Rose, dude? <laughs> And then nine, I'm sorry, this is no, 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 this go ahead. This, this is uh, I'm just saying that like Rogue One, seven, that that's for newer stars movies. The rest, <laughs> done. it does not get the the Raymond seal of approval. The Raymond seal of approval very much gets. It's pretty generous, honestly. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's crazy how generous it is, but they still don't get it. <laughs> it's like Cars two and Cars three, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cars 2 does not get your seal. Cars 3, Cars 3 was so close to getting the seal at one point, and then I think I heard the line, Life is a beach, you just gotta keep driving. And I was like, We don't get the seal today, fam. I forgot about that until you just said it. That doesn't and make any sense. If I remember that line, you have to remember that line. Yeah. <laughs> this will not die with me, it'll die with you. You will pass it on to others, it will continue the cycle. It'll be your legacy, it will never be forgotten. What to make that the the title? The title episode is going to be a reference to the last sixty seconds. <laughs> They're going to be the forced to watch this always entire in the thing, huh? What? The real title's always in the comments. Yeah. Does anyone comment on these videos, Tyler? You are. I think I comment sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. What, what's Maybe. your, uh, your, what's your podcasting, your your app store data? It's my data. Your it's app not store. Great. It's not Ooh. great. Charts. <laughs> it, it could be better. <laughs> I get downloads every now and again. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. To be feedback, they're like, they're nice. like, this suck. <laughs> suck. <laughs> All feedback is negative feedback. Man, man. Maybe I should just stop doing it. You suck. This sucks. Oh, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. This is all I am going for me right now. What are you doing? This is pain. I just keep making podcasts in hopes that one of them, <laughs> so they you know, all get bad. What are you doing this for? No one. <laughs> No the one guy's like, I actually, I actually like this guy. Keep keep going. I want to listen to more episodes. And it's for that one guy, you're like... It's just for you. That one guy's me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you're in no, the you're mirror. <laughs> you're recording <laughs> messages for yourself. <laughs> A single tear. <laughs> you log into the alt account real quick. <laughs> Give it a like and thumbs up. Download it, boy. You play it on the background while you're watching more episodes of recording. That's crazy. <laughs> my only fan is my alt account. That's nuts. That's the title I know.
Let's see, at five subscribers, we're making it OnlyFans. <laughs> Everyone hates this, but somehow I'm going to start another way, <laughs> another way to get the content. My only subscriber on there will also just be my alt account. I was about to ask you, how's the Patreon looking? Like, legit question. Oh, man, it's great, it's great. A thousand patrons. Really? No. Oh. That'd be crazy if it was, though. Like, for a second, there was some hope. I said the problem with, like, having a Patreon that's early. You know, let me, let me be honest with you. Because there's no community built up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've I've looked through all the pros and cons, and really the only reason I decided to do it was so I didn't have to make one upload. later. Upload. It, it, it was just so I didn't have to upload every single thing, like a year from now or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it, it it would take days of just me constantly like putting stuff in. You know. I thank you for supporting us on Patreon. You. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. You're welcome. Oh wait, sorry. I'm not I'm not on my alt account. Brofist. So. <laughs> Let me log into my alt account real quick. <laughs> I think that may be the funniest thing. It, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's up there with three fly guns. Get <laughs> <laughs> a third one. It's crazy. Three fly guns, uh, maybe. One of the funniest things to happen. That people will not understand. No, they won't. That's an they older era. Don't support that channel. They they copied us. <laughs> they sound just they're, like us. They're we're the originals. They're they're copying us. They're the clones. I've seen the Prestige. Have you seen the Prestige? That's crazy. Nope. Never. Well, the third act of any magic trick is the Prestige. Anyway. Hmm. No, that's the movie that has Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman, dude. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. <laughs> Definitely. That's one of the Nolan movies. Definitely watch it. You, you, you'd love it. You'd love it. 100%. Yeah, I should. I, I should add it right now. Actually. And he even has, like, Alfred as well. Oh, nice. The guy who acts as Alfred, I forget his name, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who's, who's in Tenet as well. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Nolan just loves that actor. Which is a good thing, honestly. Well, no one like. It's uh, Michael Caine, right? Michael Caine, yeah. And then no one loved Christian Bale as well, because that's why he had him from Dark Knight as well. So, I mean, no one's sharing the love. He's spreading the love. I mean, Tenet, he has like. Edward from Twilight, forgot his name. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yep. Robert but he's Pattinson. done more. That's not his name. Robert Pattinson? Oh, that's his name. That's his name. I'm sorry. I thought you said Paxson, and I was like, who's nah, Paxson, dude? Pattinson, yeah. That's really bad, because I watched The Lighthouse, and he was in it with Defoe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw The Lighthouse, like, recently. I'm not releasing that video, by the way. The Lighthouse video? No. Not going to. It's not good? All right. No, it's just that I thought about making it. No. I'm not making a Lighthouse review. If you want The Lighthouse review, here it is right now. It's a weird movie. Just watch it if you want to watch it. Uh, don't go into it expecting a, a really interesting, interesting movie. It's a weird psychological thriller. That's it. If you go into it expecting anything more, anything less, uh, that's they're not going to expect anything else. It's just two men as they break down inside of working a lighthouse. 
it's fantastic. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a like a psychological thriller. I, I give yeah. it an eight out of ten. That, that's it's it. Yeah. Does it get your seal? It gets. It does get the seal of approval, but it's it's more like a smaller seal. It's not like a really official mm-hmm. badge or whatever. But it still has the seal of approval. Where like, if you want to watch it, go watch it. Nothing really too big uh, to say. It's not bad by any means, but I can see why it would be bad to some people who would be watching it. Okay. Which why gets the minor seal of approval? The major seal of approval, you know, it always goes out to uh, Spy Kids Three. Oh yeah, three D. Of course. Yeah. Not even joking. Like that's legitimate. Me saying Spy Kids Three is good. It's same with I would, those get the major seal of approval every time. I think they should uh, reboot those. You know, let me go on that know. off tangent now. That's actually going back on tangent. Okay. You're going to love this one. Sure. Fire Breather on Cartoon Network. Oh, oh, oh that's the that's the movie? Yes. Okay. Actually, it looks worse than how I remember, so you know, <laughs> not even like that. That was a bit of nostalgia hitting there. Yeah. In, in, in hindsight, it wasn't worth bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could have had a TV series though at the time because it's 2010. So you know, ten years ago, this could have had a TV series mm-hmm. potentially. What more going about with it? But that's about it. I mean, nothing else. To really so, uh, say the least. Next, next time, right? Next time on. I want to. I want to talk to you about Fire Punch. Oh man, okay. you want to have that discussion about yeah. Fire Punch, dude? I haven't, I haven't like caught up in it or nothing. You know, I'm not. I'm, oh, you know, okay. I have like, yeah, and yeah, no. uh, I just want to talk to you about. You know, because I haven't. I don't think I've talked to you about it. I think like one exchange uh, when I first started reading it, but okay. Right. Yeah. How far are you in Fire Punch? Because I'm about to go reread until that part. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Because that's something I'm definitely excited to talk about. Fire Punch is up there with my top manga of all time. Oh man, it's I'm on the far. list of what I consider tops. I'm like halfway. I'm like okay, thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty six. About that's about halfway. Okay, because I consider Fire Punch really, again, I'm repeating now, one of my favorite manga of all time. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. What's the latest thing you remember happening? Oh, I don't, I don't know. He's on fire. Bunches. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to read more of it during this next, uh, and then I'll. I'll get back to you. Okay. Well, let's go over chapter one. I guess. What What are your thoughts on the opening chapter, the pilot for what's happening? Chapter one. We'll talk about um, that, and then maybe we'll continue the discussion next week. Just, that was just like uh, that was uh, them uh, showing off their their abilities, right? And how they can regenerate, and how they're like feeding these people, right? Is that was that the first chapter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When when I started that, that was that was crazy to like already establish the world of people who have certain types of powers and uh, the whole ice snow storm or whatever that that, that mm-hmm. covered the land uh and then yeah it, it just starts off on a really dark tone uh and it never really it never really gets better than that oh no it's 
Fire Punch, I respect for being gritty. It's as gritty as it needs to be. It never goes anything more. Yeah, definitely. Stays as, as much as it wants. In that respect, I do give the author, because the author is doing Chainsaw Man right now. I'm not caught up with Chainsaw Man. But from what I've read with Chainsaw Man, he's done a wonderful job. It's still just as good. Mm -hmm. It goes to that point where it has to be sometimes. Fire Punch gets the major, major seal of approval. As in, highly recommend this manga to literally anyone who's willing to pick it up, as long as they like the tags on it, and they understand what they're going in for. So, uh, yeah, next time, talk about Fire Punch. Talk about the next couple episodes of, uh, you know, Tower God saying yesterday, those kind of things. Uh, really, I will say, really weird that we had yeah. to catch up on seven episodes just for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's because we started late, in like the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not from now on. One episode. It's great. One episode time. Yep. It's awesome. We did have to get up a lot of stuff, but we we skimmed that. We didn't really go super in deep. We just really no. kind of breezed into it. Would, it. Would, it would take forever to go in depth mm-hmm. on what was it yeah. like 14 episodes in total it's okay it's okay it's okay yeah next next week's episode we'll go more in depth on yeah. each episode yeah we'll yeah, flush it out be from summary of whatever's happening mm-hmm. give it a spoiler tag yeah so uh you have anything anything to close it out Ray? any uh bit of advice knowledge is a swole chihuahua <laughs>